0: Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Senate. times. a Jedi arriving. Welcome to the March 2022 episode of the Positively Star Wars Senate podcast. This episode was recorded on Sunday the 6th of March 2022 using the power of the force or otherwise known as Skype. So my name is Stephen, the obligatory Brit of the show and I am your host of sorts as we get together to talk about Star Wars. For the next two hours you'll get to hear only positive Star Wars chat where we enjoy whatever Star Wars has served up to us and have fun along the way. Life is too short to hate, and we all know where hate leads. That's Anakin. So therefore, we like to keep it light and fluffy in here, like a Wookiee. Um, so this month's show is brought to you by Jar Jar Binks. Um, Hello. This month, we are going to have in the back of our minds how fantastic Jar Jar Binks is and how he is the star of the prequel era. Um, <laughs> I'll just this with more
1: and more humility and... Uh, something. Like that. Keep
0: going <laughs> Each month the show will be brought to you by someone But we haven't got any sponsors So we we'll just have to choose characters from Star Wars um, So this month as ever, <laughs> yeah, yes. This month I'm joined as ever With my positive friends from across the United States of America And so in Skype random chat screen order We have Ryan Hello there We have Ricky Hello. And we have Ron Greetings and
2: salutations, fellow senators
0: and chancellor. free ah, the three R's. R team. The R team, yes. <laughs> um, I just, I just realised that. So on this month's show, the main topic is going to be the High Republic. And I think it's been quite a while since we've uh, discussed the comics and the books and the stuff going down in there. And as it's sort of an in-between time at the moment, between we just finished one thing the long the, drought the Bubba effect yeah <laughs> a long long drought as so right. it begins last week yes last time to globy and when's the bad
3: batch is that
0: actually coming out may the fourth i don't know it's it's hmm. I know. and i haven't seen an official date for that yet yeah no, well sometime soon anyway just as this year so we've got lots of time to catch up um so we'll be going through at a fast space that's going to make an analogy then. But I can't say about spoiling sort of things about certain things falling from the sky. But um, so we'll skip that for now. We're booting so, up our path drives until we can uh, get through all this.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we shall get through the uh, standard stuff on the show first, which starts with Around the Table. So to see what everybody's been up to in Star Wars Land in the last month. So as ever, Skype random chat order and that means it's Ryan first. So it was a relatively
3: simple month. I just uh, I finished the High Republic Mission to Disaster book. I listened to the Ahsoka book again. That's the second time I read that one. And I'm pretty much going back to the Palpatine book. So trying to finish that, and then hopefully I'll get started on the fi- my final High Republic book, Midnight Horizon. So that's the last one I got to read in the whole series. So it's just my library wasn't able to get it in time before this call, but I'll be ready for it next month. Hopefully. Yeah, that's relatively it. Just doing some reading. Oh, and I finished season four of the clone wars. So I'm moving along in that still in that watch. So that's good.
2: Well, re- refresher. What was the, how did season four end? What was the Maul. Maul is revealed to
3: be alive.
2: Maul's Maul's back.
3: Yep. So, ah, was that a big surprise at the time,
2: Did, or was it like uh, announced ahead of time? No, I think it was a bit of a deal, um, but I th- I don't think it was, it was, was any it? sort of great reveal, if I recall, because we had Savage looking for him, and we kind of yeah. something new he was coming back. It was the how I think was the the spidery and finding him in the trash heap or whatever, and yeah. all that bit of craziness was was the reveal of sorts. But I think seemed to everyone think speculated he was the uh, the
1: spider legs thing because of the uh, that comic that came out. Uh, he looked like that so oh, yeah. i remember i remember being interested in watching it when they were you know when they rebuild, mall was going to be in there i'm like i better start watching the show because i jumped in the lead <laughs> <laughs> oh you didn't st- you didn't st- you didn't start
4: nope. from the
2: beginning i
0: didn't even did. watch the movie right no, I, no, i've got a feeling I'm, had, i think i'm similar i think when the whole mall thing was one day when i watched it the first time and i sort of gradually caught up at the same
2: time, as yeah. Well, my timeline's a mess. Yeah, you have kids, but they weren't around for the movie. No, yeah, I wasn't yeah.
1: even married yet. I think when that was, that was like what two thousand five. Okay. I was like twenty four and I was working, so I didn't really have time to watch cartoons on Friday night. So. <laughs>
0: what? Ever. What's changed? What's changed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Always. Are <laughs> yeah, you watching more? I have a
2: better job. Although now I think I did. I think I did, I did lean on my kids <laughs> in terms of having an excuse to mm. watch them and. and and used, him as, used it as an opportunity to check it out because I was worried it was mm-hmm. going to be droids or Ewoks. But then found out, no, it, it seemed to be very early on that it was going to be legit storytelling. It was Obi-Wan and Anakin and whoever this – wait, Anakin has a Padawan kind of thing or whatever. But yeah. ended up getting – definitely got sucked into it and had a and happy I think I, did I rented the movie on the DVD
1: when it came out and then that was it. And then – I kind of caught some stuff on Cartoon Network here and there. Like, you know, they would show the reruns every now and then. But to actually sit there and watch it, I I wasn't watching it. And that show kind of does benefit where you can just hop in and watch an episode. But definitely did uh, catch up with the Netflix back when they used to uh, mail you DVDs in the mail. So
0: (laughs) that's that's how I saw (laughs) saw the movie in in the cinema. So I must have seen it when it came out. And uh, we had this conversation before. I think we always have this conversation. I was like, this isn't what I was expecting sort of thing. When I saw it, I didn't. I think I didn't think enough of it to um, chase it. I think the yeah. Cartoon Network at that time was on a subscription channel in the UK, so I don't think there's much mm-hmm. chance of me seeing it uh, without paying extra back then. Um, so I wasn't yeah. a
1: big fan of the Gendy series either, so I was kind of turned off already. On no, the I was. Animation blasphemy,
2: but
0: I, I like it now. Hearing, <laughs>
2: and hearing you guys talk about it, I think what it was is I was excited. You recall my story and everything, but I was excited to have. Some star wars to share with my with yeah. my kids and so that Gandy series as small as it was was like oh here's something and and the clone wars was you know here's something and it was in the big screen or it was on the big screen it was in the theater so um yeah. definitely did that and then had had was getting that opportunity to witness star wars on screen w- with my girls that uh that i ended up taking to it that does make a huge difference because once i had my daughter then yeah everything was like
1: well you gotta watch this and let's do this you <laughs> know.
2: Well, yeah, you forget that the the animation aspect is going to appeal to kids. Yeah. Ahsoka, you know, I didn't know that, and 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 luckily had that aspect or whatever, but they obviously uh, glommed on to uh, Ahsoka a little bit. So yeah, that that might be where my um like, uh, watches cartoon where she beheads six. <laughs> 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 I didn't do that at first, but yeah, it it, <laughs> it does get a little you know you take it. You just watch and go. Oh, okay, that happened. But yeah, if you think yeah. about it in the context of wait,
0: people are watching this with their kids, and and that just happened. But can you can you imagine that if, that if social media had developed to the level that it is now, back in back when sort of like more was resurrected, what it would have been like? If we would have had another another complete drama, as they say, wouldn't we? Properly get her over it all, you can't bring it back. He's dead. He's chopped in half, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, nobody really talks about that now. No, to any sort of negative theory, they? it's a little bit of a joke, but uh, no more than uh, a little. They've created enough good story
2: after exactly. bringing him back yeah. that it's yeah. for someone like me that was never happy that they brought him back. Whatever. I, you know, I, I'm still not and won't ever be. But he's in, involved in enough part of the story and they've done enough good things with him that. Okay, he's back, but oh just no, he was gone the first time the right way. So I'm glad too that they did finally sort of finish you know, him off it off. And it's strange, like when I watched
1: way. episode one in theaters the first time, like on opening night, I was like, They killed him already. This guy was awesome. I have his lightsabers at home. <laughs> like why did he like the what a waste? And then like episode two came out and then the uh which like a villain dies in like every movie. Like they introduce one and
2: he's gone. Yeah, I've so, got to find that out of interview. Gotta George learned something. his lesson. Yeah, George yeah. learned his lesson about Boba Fett, and just like, I don't care that he's cool, I'm killing him off. Slicing him in the half, half and movie shoving only. him down a shaft. It's this is in so one movie, you know movie he's
0: only. Dead. Yeah. It's mm. crazy. Now, I've totally forgotten. From, from, the, from the time that he falls down the, down the down the shaft, um, and then we see him in that episode in, in the Clone Wars, do we get the story in between? I don't think we ever have, like how he got to that planet. No, no, I just I mean. think it's just general that
1: He's in the trash. Yield,
3: you know.
2: Well, yeah, he, he was uh, maintained life through the force or through his through right, his dark yeah. side anger and all that sort of stuff to maintain to stay alive. I think, um, I'm speculating a little bit here, but I think whatever he fell down was in the trash heap and he got scooped up in that trash um, heap or whatever that mm-hmm. or sort of thing was and got there and started dark side willing of the force to create something and, and make him mobile again. And he just hung out there and went crazy. And, and but yeah, I don't know that there's a full on explanation. Or Palpatine actually taught him how to stop himself from dying. And Qui Gon takes a step poke to the gut and can't can't maintain? <laughs> well,
1: Jedi's don't okay? come in life. Jedi a like, oh, bigger the picture heart. kind of thing. You think
2: oh, yeah. he got stabbed it's in the heart? If he gets through the heart, then he's dead, isn't he? I don't think he gets stabbed in the heart, though, because he gets stabbed in the gut.
3: It's medium.
2: Maybe I his. Mean,
1: he's an alien. Is a low so heart. maybe like, all his like, vital organs are on the top half. Qui Gon's <laughs> not, not a human? <laughs> no, I mean uh Darth Maul. That's why he's red. Everything is on the top. <laughs>
2: Oh, him getting bisected, well, sure, that can be explained, if you will, because he's, um, uh, shoot, what is he? They're cousins, cousins the Trandoshans, I don't know. What is he? <laughs> That's no, so they're cousins to Trandoshans, well, he can grow back his legs. But he's <laughs> not. Ch- what is Maul? Maul is um Zabrak, right? Zabrak, yeah. So we don't know about them. Sorry, right, bisected in half. Maybe somehow there's some way, whatever. But he was bisected in half and fell down a shaft. So he was. He was dead, damn it. <laughs> this is why oh, he takes a poke to the gut and can't keep can't maintain. But uh, that's where we're at. At livers are really, Dude liver had his head really chopped important.
1: off. Um, Grievous had his heart shot, and Django figured got his head chopped off. so... Yeah, he didn't well, get.
0: They're dead. Turn. They're dead, and they're dead. Palpatine got blown up. So yeah, I mean, it's. Uh... See,
1: and I always wondered at the end of Return of the Jedi when he falls down that shaft. Why does it like explode? Like, what was that?
3: His
0: electricity. He, he, I always assumed he just turned into um, sort of force energy. Yeah, that's what I, it's vague. So I mean, the Which really sort, of, sort of, which sort of, um, um, as as things turn out in the end, sort of like um, seems to be seems to be the assumption, doesn't it? Anyhow. Well, with that season two, they're going to show uh, out. Uh,
2: yeah, alive. I guess I, as a kid, I kind of thought he finally, he, he reached like the reactor or whatever's down there. He finally hit that thing yeah. and got burned up, like dropping a piece of wood up. into a fire doesn't go poof right away. It's once it hits the embers or whatever is where it catches on fire. Because or
1: Lando and act. them shooting the reactor actually made it blow up and not Palpatine falling down there with lightning.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. No, he had nothing to do with blowing it up. But
0: yeah why do people always i'm sure we would all do the same if we got thrown off a clip we'd all start screaming but what is the actual point because it's not going to save you is it i mean it gets thrown yeah. over, he's going, I mean, it ridiculous. is if
2: you're banshee from x-men
0: but <laughs> you're not, i think, I think
4: matter that's matter
2: how you just human on. throw a cat off a clip i'm pretty sure it's going to scream <laughs> and carry <on> maybe, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just just not yeah. that i've done that not that it's uh, uh, being recorded right no, yeah yeah, don't
0: yeah. Do that's not cool that's, uh, Ron does not leave uh, Boo Boo alone. Also, the Star Wars, <laughs> also, Star Wars uh, Senate podcast does not adore Ron's uh, views.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's just human nature to you know, old, old, yeah. you haven't prepared yourself for, especially if you were thrown off or something like that. Yeah, you're. Doing, yeah, I would, so
0: I would scream, but I'm just wondering why humans do it because. It, was, it doesn't actually help you at all. But yeah, uh, anyway. the forwardness of George, whatever,
2: having that flash at the end, uh, unexplained. You know, we all if. made it, but it allows for then somehow Palpatine's return to some extent, uh, a yeah. little bit or whatever. That, it, yeah, he turned into the Force, but having him Flash back Gordon, and, you know, the bad guy always comes back. So you know, that's the old yeah. But this wasn't Flash. Right. G- I hate that ag- analogy. This isn't Flash Gordon. This is Star Wars.
0: <laughs> it's better. I- <laughs> Yes. Okay. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, this miss we shall move on then. Um Ricky, last month. Uh
1: this past month, okay. I um you know I actually did I mean besides reading all the books after um what was the last one that came out? Um out of the shadows I started reading that and then I finished it and read all the you know the rest of those crash Tower and everything. Um besides that I did end up getting the I have Xbox so um on the EA Passing whatever they have Sims 4 game, and you can buy the um the Star Wars pack. I've never played a Sims game, and it's it was totally hard like trying to get into it. But I mean, that's actually pretty cool. You get to walk around like Galaxy's Edge. You have to create a character and all that stuff, which takes like hours. But um yeah, it's got Hondo in there, and you can walk around. You have to do little missions to either be a Resistance or a First Order. But uh, yeah, it was pretty cool doing that. It was uh something that I would never have gotten into, and I think I've only played it like a couple times since then. But um, I had to check it out just because it was still a Star Wars thing and a game that I never looked at. What else did I do? That, and then I haven't bought anything new, I don't believe. Oh, you know what? I started watching the uh, High Republic show on YouTube, so that's the other thing. But, uh, yeah, other than that, just been doing lots and lots of reading So and getting caught up with the comic books and all that stuff. So. It's been good. Lots of content.
0: Okay. Oh, uh So we move on to the last R. Ron, and before you go, Ron everybody's been on bated breath since last month dying to know the <laughs> parcel update and this is this is a, this is the uh exclusive to this podcast you won't hear it anywhere else you remember everybody last month uh ron was waiting patiently for a parcel to uh turn up at his door it didn't happen ron picks up the story Thomas Rome. So
2: yeah, we we're waiting for that last Senate. Um, it didn't happen that day, but it kind of did happen that day. So I got uh, the note. Uh, no, there wasn't a note on the door, note on the app or whatever, that they tried to deliver it at like 1230, which was in the middle, right at the, the end or whatever of the Senate. I'm like, uh, I don't think so. So sure enough, I looked back on cameras and all that sort of stuff or whatever. And yeah, I don't think that your, a delivery driver even drove past my house. Or nice. or, or it was even a, Yeah, exactly. Lies (laughs) and deceptions indeed. So FedEx kind of kind of dropped the ball on that, um, saying that they attempted it. But yeah, looking back, there was no attempt made that Sunday. uh, So I was very frustrated with that. Changed the order up so that it would get delivered somewhere, um, a local uh, pickup place or whatever, and and went there Um, the next day, Monday or Tuesday, it actually finally made it there to where I got it picked up. So yes, I have it in hand. No one has guessed what what it might have been, however, but it was uh, it was the razor crest I had uh, backed or, or, or put in for the razor crest and and that was showed uh, that was what the parcel was. Um, it has the same currently it has the same fate <laughs> as the barge.
4: Oh no! Is it, they, it, it's it, it not it because
2: it's not, it's not because it's huge or whatever? It's, it, it is it is remarkably smaller. The box. I should get the two mm. comparison side by side just as a photo. But yeah, it's still still packaged at the moment because it was one of those impulsive kind of had to have it. But I've got no place uh, yet to put it. You have to build it. It's very the box is deceptively. Mm. It's big, don't get me wrong, but it's deceptively small and very rectangular for what that ship is. So I'm sure I suspect there's a good bit of building. I haven't watched Front. any of the boxing. Does it come with yes. any uh cargo like carbonized like bounties in there? Uh, from what I remember of it, I'm not well versed in in that sort of stuff cuz I, I know I can always look it up, but yeah, I think it was kind of cool in terms of what the project was. It had a bunch of carbonite blocks mm. of of different characters and had the hold um I don't remember or know what you can look it up what what and that's why i don't know this sort of stuff i was never a good stat boy in that sense or whatever if i can look it up then why why spend the brain cells trying to remember but <laughs> i know the i kind of remember the barge came with a couple of figures carded figures that you could only exclusively get with the barge i don't remember if 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 um the Razor Crest had had carded figures or had some special. I kind of do remember carbonite blocks, like six different carbonite block people or something like that. That was kind of cool. That was part of it. Um, but yeah, happy to happy to have finally had that show up. But yeah, there there, there lies and deceptions for that that uh, fateful day that we were expecting at the uh, m- you- mid show.
0: You must have paid extra for the Sunday delivery. Did
2: you get some money back? No, I definitely didn't. I was very surprised to see it was expected to be delivered on a Sunday. But it's 2022. Things are different. The the normal sort of business delivery of Monday through Friday is kind of out the window. I've seen stuff uh, delivered on weird, odd days. So, you know, what it was on Hasbro to deliver it. So if they sent it out and said it's coming, then it was. But clearly it was not delivered on a Sunday. And the UPS driver went to a Super Bowl party. Yeah, (laughs) clearly, really suspect that it was it was never on a truck or never anywhere near. Uh, because, yeah. like I say, looking at cameras to to say uh, the delivery was attempted at such and such a time, I I saw no evidence of it. And the dog uh, never, never bothered to care to announce that anybody was at the front door or in the driveway. So that didn't happen. But I did get it. And that was the parcel. It has been received. Um, and,
0: and right. I spent the, attempt, the attempted delivery was the delivery driver thinking about getting out of bed. <laughs> but
2: didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just to say they did, but it didn't happen, kind of thing. Um, right, if you do so, build it, and if you can,
1: like save the little uh the ball from the stick shift for the end.
4: <laughs> Put oh, that on yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that'd be <laughs> interesting. I'm sure you would imagine it'd have to have that as as, yeah. as prominent as that piece was. um So yeah, the parcel. I was gonna say, has I was say
0: one on. last thing, Rob. One last thing before you get. Cause yep. the, the, the good thing is at the moment in the in the box. In pieces, it's actually authentically just like the Razor Crest is this minute in time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, it's
2: more—it's more—it's more more screen accurate right now as it is. Just open it up (laughs) and dump it on the floor and call it good. (laughs) Like my Takadana Lego set. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just just open open the bags, dump them on the floor and say all right kids we're finished easiest lego build ever <laughs> uh, so while i haven't really watched or partaked much in any star wars since since we last and nothing on the screen nothing nothing needed to happen in that sense whatever but found a couple of things out and about that i'll be posting in the chat one of them was um a, a store exclusive um mandalorian uh pop and found him in the clearance section of all things. So he's kind of cool to have uh, added to the collection, and, and picked up a number of them since they existed. But it's a uh, Mando holding a uh, Grogu. It's in that pink, all pink uh, Valentine's um,
4: uh,
2: uh, look or whatever style. I don't, I, I, I do the pops. I don't do the pops, the, the exclusives. I don't have to have them all. There's just so many of them. But he was cool, and he was, um, he was. They obviously found the case after valentine's day well after valentine's day so they just threw them all out there on the shelf so i picked them up figuring um, this is a new
3: this is a new one i have all the first wave of this that's the grogu holding
2: um, yeah, and man, I, think that's a- I kind of assumed it was for this year yeah this this year's valentine's day um release i didn't see it. i didn't follow it i don't follow the pops so much to know but it was a target exclusive um so and it was found like i say found on the shelves a number of them found on the shelves well after valentine's day so i just assumed back stock they got it you know got screwed up and didn't get it out in time kind of thing or whatever to to put it out there um Is that spider uh, or lego I found a, um, I found a cool Lego set that was, I think I've talked about this in the group proper or whatever, but it was the Luke and the dark troopers or whatever, hallway corridor scene or whatever. That was a very cool Lego set. One of the few that I'd pick up at, at, at retail, if you will, price or whatever, just, just a very neat set. So that was in there. And then a local auction, a local uh, collector didn't know the guy or whatever, but a local auction house was having a, an auction and checked it out and sure enough there were a couple things that were of interest so you did that thing where you put the bid in and if it works i'm not much of a sniper i don't snipe at the end just it's what i'm willing to pay i'll put that bid in there and if it works it works and if it doesn't it doesn't the spider you're talking about it's a omar monk ricky um it was a mail away exclusive um I think, I'm sure in between the auction house and the family, whatever, it, it it got separated from its mailing box. I think it came in a just a, a white box. I forget how we got it or whatever. And and probably somebody opened the box to see what was in it and said, well, what's this? And didn't put it back in there. Somehow, like Palpatine, it survived. It was literally in a plastic bag, an unsealed plastic bag. All the pieces are in there, even that big spider baldy piece or whatever is in there. And was in sort of a random miscellaneous box of, of, of Star Wars ephemera, or whatever. The spider ball had gotten separated from it. Luckily, I didn't wow. go, What's this? And pitched it. I said, Oh, I'm gonna hold on to everything. And eventually found the bag that was the legs and the body, the claw, the brain and everything, and realized what it was, put it together because the mailer box is long since gone. Instructions and everything wasn't was wasn't to be found. Whatever. So that's on my display case. Thought that was kind of cool. But the big thing that's is That's really
3: cool. I gotta say, I yeah, really like
2: that one. The um uh, Lego collection. There were some old Legos that were in there and I'm realizing the one photo is upside down, but it was a early series Lego set, but it's called a Tuscan Raider encounter. And it's, I guess it's Anakin on the speeder. Uh, with a bunch of tuscan raiders or whatever but just it it kind of fit the current mando theme and and boba fett theme of the speeder and the tuscans and all that that i was like oh that's a while it's not that it's a it's a neat set to have so pick that up
1: anytime i see that gold star wars logo i get nostalgic because that's all prequel stuff and I love
2: it. Yeah. So that's what sort of enticed me to to bid, um, I don't want to say heavily, but uh, you know, I, I made sure I put a, a, a decent bid to try for these, whatever, because the other one was um, an early X-Wing. I remember when the Legos came out and all the various lines that we had or whatever, and the Lego started making Star Wars things. And I'd looked at them and just turned my nose at them. I was just like, ew, they just, they're out of scale. They're clunky looking. They're not the right, le- you know, they're Lego pieces that exist right now trying to to make an x-wing and sure it kind of looks like an x-wing and 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 yeah whatever it's star wars but ah, pass well i wish i i wish they would know because some of those early early star wars sets um, you know, hold, carry, uh, maintain their value, let's say. They, they definitely have, have gone up in any sort of unused or unopened aspect if you have any of those early Star Wars sets. And now looking back out on it, this X-Wing that's in the chat that I uh, won at the auction is, is a cool, is kind of neat for what it is in terms of where they've come. Because the X-Wings nowadays, you know, any of the ships or anything Lego looks um, really good. You know, it really, they, they build specific Lego pieces to for the sets and they just look really sharp so seeing this early iteration of them if you will is is kind of nostalgic or a neat throwback whatever one of the other things that was in the set that uh, was kind of talked about last i'm putting it in the chat now it wasn't these specifically but um one of the box lots had some of this ephemera from, no, not toys, uh, from Taco Bell. Taco Bell or Pizza Hut. These little uh, tokens of sorts, these little plastic pieces that were in some things or whatever. Stephen, I think you were talking about about them. Uh, I don't think these are those because these I think are a bit specific to the states, but it was just a neat you know, the figures are easy to collect. If you want to go make a collection of the figures, you can get on eBay or various things, and you could probably um, uh, secure a, a line. Um, obviously, you need the money for some of the rare ones or whatever, but you could probably find all that. But this weird stuff kind of always entices me, and I find intriguing because it's, you know, I think it'd be harder to find these things or complete this set. There's little puzzle pieces. I don't have a good individual shot, but they're Boba Fetts um, in different colors. Um, so... That was uh, sort of my uh, foray into the Star Wars here last week. The other one I was going to post that was in there. Oh, the um, auction had Thrawn, so I was able to score a Thrawn, a three-and-three-quarter Thrawn. And last but not least, this guy, The for, my, for, for Ryan, might appreciate this. Ryan, I might have to hook you up. Shadows of the Empire <laughs> comic two-pack that was Boba Fett and IG-88. Um, there's a number of these that are kind of openers they just uh, pre- i don't know the previous ver- owner didn't take care of them. they were big uh-huh. they were very hard to keep um pristine because that's a big giant plastic bubble yeah, and cool. if you don't display it the right way or you know pack it the right way so i don't know between the original owner the auction house the family that brought it to there whatever um he had couple of them and, and that was where the auction house kind of screwed up a little bit they would have these lots of six figures or eight figures uh, or the green power of the force and, and the red and um, they also did the phantom menace but you know one of the lots would have like three anakins of the six figures and it was the same anakin it was just like oh well, you guys really need a star wars um, uh, aficionado or a consultant of some sort or whatever to help you because they could have army built or they could have made a lot that was Ron, I I, I sent though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think they get that many um, uh, Star Wars uh, things to know what they were doing. They just and and you can tell too the way they did the online auction and they were taking pictures and the early lots were very well informed and great pictures and the front and the back of the card and all and then the and the the lot described that it was Luke and Anakin and R two and C three PO and all and then the later lots just says eight star wars figures and the picture is of all eight of them and then the other picture is the back of the eight of them and and you know they just got tired yeah. of taking because I, I don't know there's two three hundred lots they just got tired of taking photos of it um so you know, the later ones you had to truly scroll through and pick through to see if there was anything in there and i think i was able to score a couple of the um the mar jade uh, um Who'd I say? You Thrawn. Find some, you find some cool stuff out there. Some, some, some.
4: Yeah, uh, I don't know where you could, find that. Yeah, I th- just
2: lucky. It was a local auction. I mean, you could go online and find it right now. I'm sure, but I like, you know,
1: as as abundant as that as that prequel merch was. Like, to see it now. It's like it's been like literally decades since i have seen that stuff so like that that's cool especially the yeah yeah defense. there is a
2: yeah it was a little exciting to kind of see it lay hands i went to the um preview the one thing the auction house again didn't know what they had so they had being an online auction whatever they had it all laid out on tables really long tables had uh you know taped little sections to say you know here's a lot i'm hoping um, they don't listen to the podcast <laughs> Hopefully, no, I didn't need them to because they screwed it up. You know, here's lot 24. So you could go online, find lot 24 and and, and look at it and see the condition and cards, blah, 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 sort of stuff. Well, once the auction was over, they went through and collected up like the six lots that I won and bundled them all together and put them over here in this section. So they just threw them into a box and threw them into a tub for, you know, they thought they were doing me and anybody else that won their various lots Mm. a a favor by collecting them all up. So when it was time to show up and pick up, you just, oh, you go to this section and pick it up. You don't have to walk all over the three or four rows of tables that you need, but – they didn't understand that what we were buying was also the condition, not just yeah. the item. But you know, to so uh, some of the cards got a little dinged, or you know, they, they could, that could have been handled better. Again, I don't think they understood or quite knew what they had, or didn't care. You know, what what am I going to do? Say here, I don't. Yeah, they're want not them collectors. Damage. Yeah, yeah, they're just not collectors. They should. You know, they're an auction house. They sell all kinds of stuff. They sell Longenburger collections. They sell whatever other kind of collections they should understand that it was a collectible type of thing i think they were very worried that if somebody came in like like i say lot 21 was in a rec, like eight and a half by 11 uh, or 11 by 17 section of the table whatever taped out or whatever and then the next one was literally right next to it so i think they were worried that when person came for lot 21 they could have easily swapped out their um uh, sorry, I'm going to do this just because they could have swapped out the Jar Jar for Thrawn that was in the one next to him kind of thing, you know, and, and the auction house personnel wouldn't necessarily know they'd have to keep really strict watch as people were coming in, trying to pick it up. So oh, really? I understand it, but yeah, it's, they could have, could have done it better. Um, so yeah, I don't, it's been a fun. I don't, I
3: don't know what you paid for your packaging of those figures, but I know that comic book grade it. If you get it graded it. and it looks like it's in great condition. The thing sells for over a hundred dollars. The book, the comic that book issue itself. Yeah, if you get it graded, it sells for over a hundred dollars. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there, I mean, it's like thirty dollars uh, just but you'd for the, have the comic to take it online. Out of the package, right? Yeah, you'd to have to it.
2: unpackage it. We we can talk off. But yeah, line, the yeah, package. There's, there's a number of that. The package collection.
3: looks fantastic. There's no, yeah, there's no yellowing on it whatsoever. So
2: that particular it looks one, like yeah, it's there, never been. There, there's one that was, I think, was bubble was crushed, and uh, I think another one had a yellowed a bit of a yellow There's hint, no yellowing hint or
3: anything and that comic is in pristine format and shadows of the empire some of that eu stuff goes for a lot of money even though it's really poor stories and they go for you know i I, still read
1: that. I have that novel i got it like at a secondhand store and I, I gotta read it i have some of the issues but i want to. that
2: particular novel. lot i'm kind of happy that they bundled similar packaging or similar things because it was a lot of like four or mm-hmm. i think it was four of those and one's uh prince seizure or, or whatever how do you say it? Zizure. Zizure and exactly. whoever he's whoever he's with and i'm like well that's an interesting. i know those are somewhat you know, interesting to people or people would want to especially Fett being back around whatever so ryan i'm curious have you read that comic is it is that a bad story that's in that particular comic of that two-pack
3: i can't remember it's been a long time since i read okay. it uh but honestly personally i was never really a fan of any of the post return of the jedi yeah. stories i mean i've read She's a in, like, bunch of the Caesar, comics or like
1: kidnap Marvel. leia and then they have to rescue her or something because he's like in love with her or he, you know, i don't know something like that
3: it's yeah and the, you know palpatine still returns it's all really the same over and over again and it's i've always been more into force users you know flips and stuff so everything after the return of the jedi uh well this just really isn't all
1: this was a empire era it was before return of the jedi It was, was
3: it? It was before? Yeah, it
1: was in between uh, Empire and it was in between um, Return of the Jedi. Or, no, maybe, I don't know, I can't remember if it's between A New Hope and Empire or if it's after.
2: But, yeah and, and so yeah i'm time. realizing that we're doing a podcast and we're looking at pictures that i posted in the chat for, for everyone listening hopefully <laughs> they know what we're talking about but there was I'll, back I'll, in I'll the day, a comic book uh two-pack there was a number the number of them where they did these two-packs so it's two figures it's boba fett versus ig88 there's a comic book behind it shadows of the empire i don't know that it has a title or of the story or whatever but a was, number on there it was on a on a carded it was on a card it's a huge card obviously because it's um uh, two figures pack in with their with their guns and everything it was a large comic book exclusive dark horse comic book um yeah
4: uh,
2: type of thing so it was a neat pack it was a neat thing i, I vaguely kenner remember on it. the uh, on the comic yeah. back in the day um yeah i see that it does say kenner and yeah. I remember picking or thinking those were kind of neat because it was a cool thing for kids you had two figures and a comic book telling you a story about those two figures now it wasn't the movie stuff it was ancillary stuff as ryan's talking about how you know whether it's a good story or not a good story but still it seemed like a really cool thing for kids how many kids actually scored these things versus the yahoos like me that bought them and collected them and shoved them in a plastic tub oh yeah yeah you know so there's always that uh, realization when it comes to things like this and like, they, they've oh, that's done cool for kids but how those. many of us gobbled them up and never let a kid stand a chance to see them so i i think they, we kind they of did shot a few ourselves of those
1: for in the, the uh, republic dark horse run because i have i think i bought the one with quinlan voss and it came with the comic and it came with mm-hmm. the figure and stuff like that like I, I love those those remind me of the old the He-Man action figures where it came with a little comic book so
2: any yeah, I I, a, a I wish I was better at it. I don't know if FET. I would imagine FET and IG88 that are in there are 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 uh, repo You know, I don't think they're exclusive to the set. I'm sure they probably mm-hmm. existed in some other card form. Not that well informed of my figures and, and to know whatever. But yeah, that was that was a fun uh, fun score in that in that auction. So yeah, my my Star Warsing was light uh, this past month in terms of watching, but but very heavy in terms of uh, adding to the collection, if you will. Always fun. That-
0: and a nice pair of legs there, Ron, as well in that photo. Say again, say again,
2: Jason. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get a chance to crop it. Uh, they're not. They're not metal. I <laughs> know you're, no, you're. Yeah, yeah. They're not
0: metal. Excellent. Yeah, I got to flip the as, one. As ever, Ron is a, a correspondent when it comes to finding deals and buying stuff. I, I, that spider. I remember that in the, it's the book of Boba Fett, wasn't it? The yeah, Spider was in. Yeah. I yeah, it walked that, across the screen. They're yes. in Return of the Jedi, too, apparently, in the background. Yeah, yeah it's, it's in The red, wasn't it? No. It's blue in that spider.
3: No, there's a light that blinks red underneath. The oh, liquid it was it is blue.
0: Well, I got it in my head. It was red. Okay, so that was it. Uh... Isn't there something to
2: Java's palace Is was where the monks... the monks yeah, it was a uh, monastery monastery or whatever something like that so they still are around or something i don't know their full the full story but yeah. yeah they're in return of the jedi flitting around a very you know you think in 83 82 when they're creating this creature whatever that is just a a bold choice of 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 the spiderish looking thing with the brain it just it just yeah a very very bold choice of a creature. It's very briefly seen, but it's 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 a little spooky. So it was kind of neat that they put it in the Mando to so we could see it out. That it was out and about and on the desert sands of Tatooine, mm-hmm. kind of goes against the monk and the monastery cuz it, it almost looks like it's a creature out scavenging along the land versus
0: well, enlightenment go, or whatever go for it is well monks go for walks every day so yeah, yeah they tra-
1: they wanted to <laughs> they travel like, for uh, some place uh, to in, sit. take in more of the world and see everything so then they so so you know they they don't want to die and miss out on stuff so they put their minds into these little jars i'm assuming and then they can walk around forever
3: yeah it's, for, it, it? It's, for, it's it's in the book tales from java's palace and it mm. actually talks about the monks a lot in several different stories and that was the original way bib fortuna died and he was placed in one of the spiders so it's an eu book but still it was of the original way bib fortuna died
0: yeah but what's what's the scale on those things how how big are they because they, they look like the size of your hand that's a human um. brain oh my
4: god
0: <laughs> yeah no it's a,
4: three, it's a three and
2: three quarter um uh scaled figure if you will you can see um well you'd have to know what those are whatever but ahsoka you... is a itty bitty from the hallmark store and the other ahsoka is a um uh what was the line of toys ricky for the video game oh um, the uh, infinities Infinity yeah. So, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, so it's not uh, it does fit those, those, uh, six legs do fit the three in the polygon. You bro. can, you can
1: put, um, the bubble Fett figure on top of him and he can ride it like a Bantha. Like a Bantha. <laughs> like
4: a Bantha.
2: <laughs> like <bad> <laughs> there were some Rancors. Uh, I should find the listings. There were some Rancors, um, uh big giant window box rancors and they were commanding some serious money um there were two of those and the boxes were beat but i was very surprised to see and obviously i knew why and then there was um naboo the n1 starfighters uh, the, yeah. uh, starfighters that were there i'm like oh those would be interesting wonder if anybody knows what those are sure enough <laughs> somebody knew what they were because those commanded their share of money as well um sure, you know because i'm sure the secondary market for those right now is kind of mm-hmm. kind of popular if you will so did not uh, win the you know it was in on my no yeah i was in on but not the rancor because i didn't know where i was going to put that but i thought that the n1s would have been cool
3: yeah you're definitely lucky i got nothing like that around me
2: i just happen to yeah yeah like i say you could you could do you could go online and buy and win and have it shipped to you but that's no fun for me the, the being able to lay eyes on it see it and and know that i can go pick it up and all that it just yeah to to own or to get something like that you could probably go do it right now and find some auction that has that item cuz it was made there's so many of them but but having a local auction house, it it is luck. I mean, it was it was. Um, I did pick up. What did I pick up? I picked up a box of cards. Dude won a, a lot from eBay, and it still had his name and address on it. So I looked at his obit, and I think he was fifth passed away uh, fifty nine. Um, so he's uh, you know he was of that uh, original era. There was a lunchbox and a um, original uh, lunchbox and thermos, uh, the black uh, star field X wing uh, type. You know, the traditional Star Wars lunchbox, that was one of the vintage, there was very few vintage things there, but that was there, and the cards, which is always my, my, um, kryptonite my, my always my go-to because that's what started all this for me Was the cards there was um orange red green and yellow series cards and while I have a bunch of blue series series one those of later series kind of trailed off so I picked that up and found his name so yeah he was collector of sorts um had some kids and they obviously wanted no part of it and shipped it off to an auction a local auction house and they sold it all off
0: okay um and I've just had a, a, a cup of tea brought into me, so that means it must be time for the uh, for the news. Uh, hey, what did you do with this past month? Oh, me, nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you I, bought I, a book, didn't you? Yeah, I, I was going to see. last month. If you can inject, if you if you can inject a an Ani New Year or something in here into the podcast, yes, I have ordered <laughs> my very first Star Wars novel book. Um Yes, so from going from reading no Star Wars material, uh, in the last year I've gone to reading, you know, all the High Republic books, well, not all of them, but the majority of them, and now I'm actually buying one because for some bizarre reason, um, Midnight Horizon is not due for release until July in the UK. Wow. And I, aren't, I ain't waiting for that long. So I ordered it online, it's coming from Sweden, so it should be here in a week. You can't get it on audio. Uh, Audible, no, 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 yeah. I I emailed, emailed, well, I said this in the chat, didn't I? I I, 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 I tweeted Audible UK and said, Oi, when's Midnight Horizon coming out on Audible here in in the UK? And they sent me a link. They go, It's already out. I go, That's the US Audible site. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They go, Oh, okay. Well, you better email this address at some content request. Email address and I did that about a week ago. I haven't heard anything so far, uh, and I thought, "What?" Well, so weird. Then, then I, I, yeah. Then, yeah. Then saw, really.
2: What's the what's the
0: hang yeah, up
4: there? I don't know. Then
0: I saw the book wasn't do the actual hardcore hardcore. The hardcover book wasn't actually due for release until so I thought, well, probably, um, probably. I can, I can read it and then uh, record it, and you can listen to. It. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was wondering this morning if you if you I suppose it's actually trademarked. You can't actually read a book. I'm recording YouTube YouTube without getting sued, I'm sure. Hmm. I don't know. Well, you couldn't charge for it anyway, surely. Um, But yeah, so uh, yeah, my my first, um, not my first Star Wars physical book, but it's my first Star Wars novel book um, that I have. And I don't really like hardcovers because they just take up more shelf space and stuff. But uh, hey... Needs be. I can always sew it and then get a soft cover when it comes out or something like that. Um, yeah. When you, when you guys are saying it was only the first
1: wave, and I have like this giant stack of like nine books, I'm like, uh, where am I going to
3: put that? We need to have
0: we need to have a reminder of the waves and, and face phases and stuff. Hopefully Ryan's got that in the back of his head because I'm already confused and I'm reading the stuff. Uh,
3: oh no, I got it.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, that, that I'm, I'm finishing The Falling Star and. Uh, Mission Disaster read, uh, read in Audible, both on Audible and I have posted some reviews which you can always retweet my reviews. I very rarely get around to, to actually typing things up and posting them on my blog I think the last post before these two books was like a year ago before that was like three years so um, <laughs> I'm a bit behind in getting time to actually write my thoughts out in words and post them. Not that anybody reads it but uh, hey, it's it, Sometimes it can help to type someone out to get your thoughts out there. So uh, yes, I have written some reviews for both of them. So yeah, that's good. I'm I'm, I'm I was really pleased to get through those books and all those Audible stuff, and I'm really pleased to uh, spur of the moment to order the book. I should uh,
1: tweet out your links for your blogs. Be, be good.
0: Yes. You can read them. Yes. And I would I would say both books get a thumbs up. So uh, spoilers. Okay. So right. Ryan, um, news time, it's time for news. I'm gonna slurp in my tea a minute. Where's the holocron? Baby. I think the news this past month uh, was rather slow.
3: Last month, they dumped a lot of stuff for February in the past month. I really didn't find anything that was, you know, cause I like big stuff that applies to the entire universe. So the only kind of news thing that I have for this month is a very small thing. And I only wrote it down cause it's important to me. I don't care what anybody else thinks, is that they announced the release date for the Lego N1 Starfighter from uh, Boba Fett slash Mandalorian, oh, which yeah. I have been talking oh, yeah. about since day one. So the, the release date is June 1st, which is my birthday. So I pre ordered it right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because I've been wanting to sit next to my fire spray. And I've been waiting patiently. They announced it. They got the release date, again, of June 1st for $60 for anybody who wants to go out there and pre-order it. A little high, I think, but this is really going to be a one that probably disappears really fast, considering that the original N1 Starfighter from the prequels shot up in price by, like, under hundred dollars. So I scooped up this one real fast because I want it really bad. Ryan,
2: exclusive or anything, or or just, just re- general release date in uh, that first of June? Uh, general release date. Mm, cool yeah yeah I, I would imagine that will not last on shelves because kids alike you know are definitely going to want it you know any boob of any any fan is going to be after that as long as as well as collectors because i'm sure it's going to be very very cool that silver styling all those extra pieces and parts was there yeah, any box it, art or any sort of pictures of it released with, with the news or just an announcement yep. that it's coming all right cool well, yeah mean, so it looks
3: like a lego in one starfighter but silver and uh i'm just trying to think the figures that come with it Armando, Grogu, Peli, and her little droid. So those are the figures that come with it.
2: Cool. And you know, Lego was salivating at them <laughs> redoing it because that didn't. The changes or the additions to it probably didn't affect, um, you know, their Lego, their N one that they already had. Like, do you think they totally no, they started from colors. scratch, or did they just, yeah, did they just uh, go back to the well, back to the mold and print those in, in the silvered, chromey color, whatever? So yeah, Lego was quite big... happy with it.
3: It's a big revamp because, like you said, the technology has changed. The way they print pieces has changed. You know, they had to redo where Grogu sits. They added the piece of the motor on the front that, you know, was for engine rattling. So they added all that.
2: Well, so, I guess scale. I it's if sweet. it's the same, we'll, we'll know right away. If it's the same size, then they retool, or they were able to reuse a bunch of stuff. But if it's different, if it's bigger or anything like that, then it was, it's a no, whole it's new like, set. No, it's like, it's bigger. It's,
3: it, I think it's a it whole new from, set then, okay. Uh, yeah the n1 starfighter i think was only like not even a hundred pieces and this one's over 400. so oh, all right there there you go yeah the original one yeah the original n1 star yeah it's 43 pieces and uh this one is 412 or 413 so it's, yeah, it's a little more and everything <laughs> totally redesigned the <laughs> engines are bigger they have full-size engines oh. So it's I'm, a, I'm extremely excited because I needed something to fight my fire spray when I'm sitting there staring at it. I'm like, OK, I'm going to fly through the house with my Lego set as uh, my children stare at me like, what is this guy doing? So, <laughs> but very happy with that. Other than that, in the news, there's really no announcements from uh, Disney or Star Wars. And I think they're just kind of they're going to be holding everything back for the next couple months during our drought. Long drought.
2: I'd say some news, that Halcyon uh, um, Star Wars uh, themed hotel is now officially open. Yeah. I believe people are people can start going to. I mean, you need reservations. It's not like you can just show up and, and go, whatever. But what if they do like a that's kind of in the news. But everybody that's listening up. to this would know that that the, the Disney Star Wars Halcyon Hotel themed hotel experience that is a two night uh, two day thing down in Florida is uh, is officially taking reservations open. Yep. I would walk around that that thing. <laughs> just yeah, see. it might
3: be a while before I could see that.
2: So, oh, likewise. Yeah, my initial blush of some of the videos and all that is that, yeah, it really seems like it's it's in the wheelhouse for that family with the kids, with, you know, having having the kids embrace and just get sucked into the immersion, the full, full immersion of what that experience is. Um, older fans, our fans without kids, I mean, you really have to... Not suspend belief, but you just you know, have to go with it. You have to roll with it, and you have to yeah. embrace embrace that what it is, and, and and enjoy it in that fashion. And then you know you can enjoy it. Where I think it's going to be tricky is for someone like, you know, my kids are older, so they're not going to care, want to go, whatever. But if if you have that disinterested or quasi disinterested spouse it's not going to work in that sense of <laughs> of you know like the Disney cruise that we did where it was a Star Wars day you know, kind of got into it or otherwise just you know um tongue in cheeked it for the day and suffered through it not suffered it's not the right word but you know it just it enjoyed it for what it was for that day but to go to that with somebody that's you know an uber Star Wars fan and and not so much that I don't think that's going to work for yeah, it would you be kind of hard to
1: like completely geek out with somebody that's kind of. Like oh this is yeah
2: this is silly (laughs) you're weird this is you know what is this you, you know you have to embrace you know it's like going to a musical or a play or something you know you have to embrace that you know that's not just some yahoo up there you know they're trying to be in character so enjoy it for that and you're immersed in it then i think it's enjoyable then i think it would be fun worth it uh the money that you hear is being thrown around sounds like it's very expensive but you know everything's expensive so yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, someday, maybe I don't know. I I, I texted my uh, relatives. And I'm like, you better get the your boy down. My nephew, <laughs> he's nine, and will be ten late late in the year. I think is his birthday's in October. Yeah, yeah. So like, you better get him down here now while he's or down there now while he's potentially still. You know, he's almost at the cusp. I think of going eye rolling because he's too old for that kind of thing now. But yeah, the, that cost factor is huge. Ron, you know, the, um, the the newest book they published for the High Republic,
1: it does feature the Halcyon in there.
2: Yeah, I've heard He's that. Um, and no surprise, because the book that came out with Vi Moradi, um, uh, yeah. shoot, I'm not going to think of the name of it, but it was, I'd listened to the audiobook, and uh, and that was right before. I was listening to the audiobook because we were going down to Galaxy's Edge as our first trip, you know, mm-hmm. and, and was going with my nephew and all that. So I wanted to be, you know, know, about. oh, it was an advert advertisement for galaxies that yeah. you know it, it, it made sure it hit and had all the bullet points of the food in this location in that location and that location and that location so I don't doubt that the other books you know also have the halcyon as a tie-in there's nothing wrong with that that just makes it all so much more the bigger if you will and helps um, yeah. to call it a crummy commercial yeah it is a little bit of the of the um, a Christmas story wait you know all this for a crummy commercial for Ovaltine or whatever it was but it, it's it needs it's, to. It it helps. Disney's the been experience. like that
1: since it, since they opened, though, because
2: yeah. the Sleeping
1: Beauty castle is only Sleeping Beauty at um, California because the movie was going to come out. So that was a tie-in in itself.
2: So, yeah. yeah. So you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I think I think it helps the immersive aspect and an immersive nature of what that experience is to be for families kids and and kids at heart like you said the books for the galaxy's
1: edge like i read a couple of the the comics and stuff like that so i'm walking around there i'm like oh that's from the story and that's you know this is the shop that they showed And you know it's it's cool yeah it's i agree as a nerd it's really cool to know things other people don't when you're walking around there so (laughs)
0: right very good right so we move on to the meat, meat 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 Of the show, which broke me mean anything to Ron must
3: <laughs> Yeah, Ron's probably going to be totally lost
2: with all our I'm, little I'm ge- sayings. I'm getting ready to type BRB uh, for in, uh, in 30 minutes or something. But, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, I will chime in and I have my questions. Uh, i
0: uh, looking forward to it. Yes, the uh, the meat of of the uh, of the podcast this month is the High Republic. We uh, are one. We, we are yes, You'll probably play that one at the moment. Yeah, no, no, no. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do it. Do it. We are going to go Dying Faire, Drangier style. All these books and comments as best we can. So I've left this up to our High Republic correspondent here, Ryan, to do our best to try to go through them all and just give people a good idea of what's gone down roughly, because myself, Ryan, and Ricky have been reading this stuff well i hadn't read one of these books mm. ron hasn't so Ron will probably ask questions that we haven't even thought of or things that have already been answered but it's good to have somebody on the outside to uh to uh, wonder what's going on so take it Ray ryan hi republic remind us of these phases and, and waves again so we've got these three phases the Isn't first one it? had play the jedi and then you had into yeah. the phases.
3: dark well, there's three phases. We are currently in phase 1, yeah. aka one. the original trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Consider this the original trilogy and then there's wave 1, 2 and 3. Each wave is a main movie per se. So, that's it. So we're finished phase 1 wave 2 with Rising uh yeah, Rising Storm and now we're leading into the finale of phase 1 of the High Republic.
0: Yeah. And yeah, chronologically, Out of the Shadows was the, um, the most the, the oldest book that we haven't really discussed. Yeah. Um Correct. I confession, I, had re- I didn't read this one. I skipped it. I can't remember why. Right. I was going through a bit of a time. I didn't have any time on my hands at the time. So I subsequently watched uh, quite a few YouTubes and, and reviews and stuff. So I spoiled myself on this one. But I have to say that if time and time i going forward, I probably will go back and read slash listen to this
4: one
0: well
1: this one has the um this one's like pretty Vern vernestra row centric i was surprised that she was in this one that much because this was like a team up between her and her padawan emory and who was it was a colmack and reef right yeah those they're those? the other yeah. kind of
3: set of masters and padawans
1: yeah yeah so i, I like I, Vern's my favorite one from from all these books because she's just like she has the cool lightsaber that somehow turns into a whip and she now we find out that she has like these abilities where and she's in hyperspace she can kind of have like visions and go co- have like out-of-body experiences and see things that aren't there so which i mean that it starts off in this book but I, it does carry over a little bit into um, the other stuff and like i think the main thing from that from out of the shadows that kind of uh impacts you know the main book like falling star is uh that that's. You know, significantly, like important to yeah. the Nile, that—that's the whole reason they can, you know, hyperspace jump and do all that stuff because they're using this ancient woman to, you know, make these paths for hyperspace link. So, which um, I'm assuming that this is prior to anyone being able to have a hyperspace engine,
4: you know, they can just so. go anywhere it's and calculate yeah. it by themselves, Yeah,
1: like you know, it's Han well, they use
4: robot. The yeah, yeah, it's
3: it's almost. Yeah. Yeah, the Santecas were explorers, and she just happens to be force sensitive enough where she can kind of feel out these paths. And honestly, I think Vernestra has that too, because yeah. in a very early way, because they talk about her feeling out paths and directions and um, situations like that. So Vernestra has definitely grown on me from Test of Courage to the rest of her novels. Yeah. She's. Yeah gotten to be a pretty big player so i'm excited to see where her future is
1: and who was the uh, the main um, character this one was a uh, she was a yarrow right and her mom was yeah chauncey yarrow. yarrow was that the mom or is that the daughter i don't remember that's the mom that was the mom that's yeah. the mom yeah
0: chauncey's the mom yeah
1: yeah so then her, her um was, she's assuming that i guess they got attacked by the nile and her mom was you know gone pretty much she assumed her dead but then you end up finding out that uh She's actually working with the Nile, which I, I like how they have like all these little characters that just kind of I mean, it does kind of start seeming like it's a small little galaxy with these characters because, you know, this is the mom and this is the daughter and this is, you know, the cousin of this guy. But um, yeah, but yeah no, I, I, I like the I had no idea that it was going to tie into the Nile that much this book, um, but I'm kind of glad that I did uh, decide on reading this before I read the other stuff because yeah, it has the um, Senator Staros gets kind of set up in this book. As being in the center of all the. Because I guess you have two families that were hyperspace. What do they call them? Prospectors, right? Because they were. Yeah, hyperspace
3: prospectors.
1: Yeah, they'd go out and try to find hyperspace lanes and then they'd capitalize on that and sell them to the Republic and and all that stuff. So pretty much they're forging roads and making pretty much galactic railroads for, you know, trade routes and stuff. The
3: Santecas and the Graffs was the other family.
1: Yeah, the Graffs. That's what it was. The Graffs. So
3: yeah, I I did like.
1: I don't, Lorna D doesn't show up in this one, does she? No. Not that no. I remember. No, no. Yeah. So you at have the to, very
3: end, at the oh, very end, they
1: yeah, mention her. Yeah, they do mention her. So this is this takes place after Tempest Runner, I'm assuming. What was it before? I can't seem to remember. But
3: it's the way that the timeline is laid out. This is out of the shadows is quotations a couple months mm. and tempest runner is verified three months from rising storm so it's hard to say that it's hard to track with the timeline for everything because a lot of them list a few months ago or it feels like longer so the, yeah. the time between rising storm and fallen star is very loose because everything is only counted as a few months so i think there's only a six month span between yeah. them i think in one of the comics they say the past year and a half has been rough and I know it's a year between Light of the Jedi and Rising Storm. So mm. very loose between the phases.
1: Yeah, and this one had a lot of cool stuff with uh, with her on Emery that he can, he's like an empath. And he can like sense, um, I think it was in this book, he was able to do some ancient kind of meditations. So that way he's not overwhelmed with, uh, if, you know, there's a bunch of people panicking then he starts panicking too, kind of thing. Which, I mean, that, that's cool seeing. Yeah.
3: Buriaga. Double. Buriaga connects to people and yeah. emery connects to him too. But he has the ability to change people's feelings. Yeah. And yeah. nestra was very uneasy by it. Because I think she's only uh 17 or 18 in this book. 18, I think, now, yeah. Uh, yeah Which they so keep kind of
1: emphasizing she's, she's the happy. youngest Jedi. <laughs> in every book yeah. it, it says it like multiple times, but yeah. But no, I, I did like this one. And then um you know, all the stuff with uh like I said, with the senator and all that stuff, it, this one was weird because um, you have people that aren't really like, and you know, you see the Jedi and you see all these other people that are actually successful in Star Wars where this, these are characters where like she needs to do this stuff because she has no ship, you know, and they need to make money and she has her, you know, her crewmates doing other things while she's getting involved in all this um, crazy stuff. But at the end of this book, you see, um, you know, you find out that her mom is alive and she teams up with Nan, right, from Into the Dark yeah at the end of this book yeah which it goes into the um fallen star which the prologue of that book is what happens with them so i was kind of glad i read those two back to back because it uh it, it did kind of help out in that way but uh yeah i mean i'm just wondering what the path was that mary santeca gave her and what is she going to use it for? yes
4: yeah. so to dial
3: to more in yet. on that it was for some reason marcian Rowe gave his most valuable asset which is this you know mary santeca who designs all of his paths which gets you know he's always said i can appear right above coruscant if i wanted to and they couldn't stop me and uh, i'm if ron remembers that we discussed in the past that it's almost no one was able to hyperspace jump into a planet's gravity until these paths so this is all a tease almost the original trilogy that seems like nothing in but obviously something really big yeah
1: the story just yeah she's up. the
3: biggest yeah. asset and then she commutes she's the one that helped free Loden. Great Storm and Rising Storm. And, you know, now she leads Vernestra all the way to her, and Vernestra kills her. So, I mean, she asked Vernestra to kill her. Yeah. She's <laughs> hundreds of years old. So, but then, like you said, Mary Santeca gives her a path that leads to the edge of the galaxy. So I kind of wonder if that's going to be like an Exegol thing or what.
0: Like,
3: Exegol's pretty far away, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I, when I originally heard that, when you know, I was listening to that and, and, and reading about it, not the actual book, of course, but n- the path that she gave uh, uh to, I was thinking, oh, that'd be to no space. But then, of course, subsequently, that is shown not to be true because that comes up in the comics. Yeah. Um. So, So, yeah, I, was, find- so I got really confused then. Is what has she. I mean, I'm, probably, we're not going to find it. Well, we're not going to find it for quite a while.
3: Yeah, I think it's it'll be uh, phase three, I think.
0: Well, you
1: think, like, if she does use it, a- like, at the end of all this, like, to, to defeat Martian Road, she sends him out somewhere, and he's, like, just stuck, you know, and unable to get.
3: Kind of like the source wall from DC, if you guys read that. but No. But no, it's. I think it's definitely a planet, you know, mm. that leads to something. where she might gain power and knowledge, so it's hopefully mm. this uh, Phase 2 will we'll talk about Santeca's.
0: I wonder it's where they, um, we haven't got to them yet, but where the Nameless are. Oh, maybe it's that. Mm. Place. Well, didn't he find it in the
1: um, what was the book where he wasn't that Rising Storm, where he's going? Isn't that the where thing he that was in the cave? And then he ended that up that was Rising him?
3: Storm, yeah, yeah, it was Rising Storm. That's where he found the leveler, the other piece oh, of the leveler.
1: There's
0: one half of it, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Which mm-hmm. even still reading reading the comics and stuff, I'm like still confused on how that whole stuff works because it's like a beast, but it's a gun. I don't. Uh, I'm kind of no. It's a
3: it's a pole. It's a it's it looks like a lightsaber hilt, but mm-hmm. with no blade. With no blade. Yeah. Have you read Eye of the Storm two?
1: I just read bit, one. I didn't read two.
0: It's a bit like oh, uh, um yeah, it's a bit like a um. He presses it and then they they are attracted to it like a moth to the light. Oh, okay, of, uh, I thought it was like a
1: Pokemon. So, yeah, where he like throws the ball and then it comes no, out. No, and it <laughs>
3: Dude, you got to read Eye of the Storm 2. It was it has so much information. I was like, gonna,
1: but I, I was kind of worried about spoilers for Midnight Horizon, so I might do that this. I'm going to start reading that today. It's so.
3: worth it. Honestly, it's worth it. I don't care what happens in Midnight Horizon. I was just happy to read that Marvel comic Eye of the Storm 2 cuz it it explained it literally capped all my questions that mm. I had from Rising Storm. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing."
1: No, the um, Trail of Shadows, I did f- You finish all that and that kind of did help, you know, showing what it actually looked like. Yeah. and stuff.
3: We'll come back around to the comics. Yeah. yeah. So and some of the stuff on the Out of the Shadows, um, apparently Chance Yaro is extremely smart. I love that she's like a scientist, which will tie into later that we'll mm. touch on. Um, but she was building something that sucked people out of hyperspace. Oh, yeah. the so gravity wells. Yeah. that was yeah, that was really cool. And, but it was destroyed by the Jedi by the end of the book. But then the thing that I read the end of that book like three times just because it was such, I had my mind blown trying to figure out what was happening, but apparently Nan joins up with Chauncey Mm -hmm. and that they're actually working for Lorna D and the Graff family and they want to double cross on Rowe. Is that what got out of it too? Cause I, like I said, I had to read it three times because I felt like this is a major thing for the future. If Lorna D is actually working to double cross Rowe, with the graph
1: family. See, and at the end of Tempest Runner, I was I was kind of assuming Lorna went her own way, um, but then she pops up in the other book. But yeah, I mean, it does look like they're whatever the Graphs are doing. They're working. Well, then she says she's not working with the Nile. So, but then Lorna is Nile. So I don't. Yeah, it's. I think she's
0: trying to start her own. I mean, yeah, you know, I feel like Lorna's
3: always working for herself. Yeah.
0: yeah. so that the whole the whole Nile <laughs> dynamic. And ex Nile and people who tie him with the Niles and stuff. That that whole dynamic has got very grey and murky, Bernie. Trying to work out who is really loyal to who, and who knows what, and who is planning yeah. this, who's planning that, and that kind of stuff. It aside from Ro, who we can, set, we can be pretty sure what his where he sees himself in, in in things. Everybody else is it's all very it's all very murky. I find out I, like, and as I, as I said in my review of the Horn and Star, which we haven't got to yet now I, I really can't figure out she sort of changes every chapter in yeah. terms of who she's going to be loyal to so it's really i find her very confusing to work out that might be intentional it might not it might not i don't know well it's, it's she knows Lorna, that Lorna had
1: marie right Santeca. she had her at the facility she asked for her and that's why they're doing their experiments so, yeah i guess that she was I guess, trying to double-cross
3: Marquion. Yeah, Marquion gave it to her, though. That's why That's why yeah. Nan is there, because Nan mm. was sent to watch over Mary Santeca. So once she died, Nan's like, I can't go to Marquion. So really that's when yet. she left with Chauncey. Yeah, she's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go make money with the Graf family. And so she split. But yeah, I think Lorna just wants power. Just like Roe doesn't care about the Nile, Lorna yeah. knows it. She's just like, I'm going to start doing my own thing so yeah they're, they're eating themselves for sure
0: okay moving on chronologically mission mission disaster mission it's a disaster trying to say it mission to disaster, <laughs> mission to disaster. Was we say in uk disaster darling disaster which yep. was a, a junior novel book or middle grade as i read some middle grade yeah He's grade. Grade. nothing over here yeah. in the uk middle grade um I was like what which actually was the last one that i read but i'm absolutely useless at being able to describe what i've just read but that is a chiefly a philestra and Imry sort yeah. of uh story but as i as i always picking up my view it's really all about avon yeah. and sort of Imry and finesta sort of play a sort of a back role to it until you get near the end so avon see avon starless so she's the daughter of um of senator, senator. starry senator yes yeah. who as we find is the mole or one of the bigger moles not the probably not the only mole that um mark has in the senate but as well doesn't actually we don't yes we do know that from the fallen stuff i'm getting ahead of myself now but uh yes she plays a very, much bigger role to come yeah. um well so. they kind of plant the seeds in
1: the end of this one because they avon figures are like well i never told her about you know the nile yeah scientist, that's the lady, end of it yeah doctor or whatever yeah
0: Yes, exactly, which is quite of odd was it? It's a bit like a classic Scooby Doo sort of thing, wasn't it? Where um, the defendants sort of let someone out and they go, Wait a minute, so you're ruining blah, 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 and that kind of stuff. It's like, What? Yeah, she sort of dobbed herself in then. She's sort of clever enough. I'm sure she, somewhere, she must have known that she said that. So, Mission Disaster, centres around the planet of um, Downer. Downer, yeah. Downer, which is D O L N A, not literally Downer, as I wrote originally. Um, Which
1: was mentioned in, uh, what was it, Test Courage? Because that's where
3: Honesty
0: remember. Weft was from. The kid that yeah. was a warrior.
3: Yes. Yeah, that's his planet.
0: Yeah, that's his planet. So essentially, Avon Star Wars, wherever she's working on this, uh, i forgotten the name of it, is Port, Port Halilip. Port Haney. Yeah, Haney, yeah. Port Haney, wasn't it? She's working for somebody there. hill attack, kidnap her. You no, know, they think they only kidnap her from that one it's not clear you know, they, they get a whole lot of kids they get a whole lot yeah, yeah. But they've been kidnapping children yeah. basically basically they're basically doing it. extreme version of what the jedi do <laughs> or, or what Palpatine did at some point didn't he but he just, yeah. he just murdered them and stuff didn't he? but there's nothing to do with the force they're just kidnapping children basically to recruit them and brainwash them early and then get them to be future night hill, night hill. Yeah. it's basically the uh the, the, the thing of it and uh they take, her, they, so they kidnap Avon, take her away on the ship. But as it happens, the ship is only just over the other side of the planet from where, from where most of the other action is going on, isn't it? On Downer, And there's this whole yeah. conspiracy with the government and the prime minister. And because I got a little bit confused about who was who in, in that kind of stuff, because some the, some elements of the uh, the government on Downer are allowing the Nihil to be there. Some were in cahoots with the Nihil. Yeah, the president was a Nihil, right?
3: yeah, yeah. he uh, was yeah. pretty much taking nile payments to let them do what they want
0: yes so as avon is held captive all these other kids on the um on this ship which is just over the other side of the planet she basically tries to escape a few times and then in the end because the the nigel realize that she's actually really really clever and knows her stuff they um they get her to team up with the doctor i can't remember his name but the the neat scientist with the uh with the the Nihil, Nihil group there and start making M, M. Kemper. Yeah, Camp, M yeah. It was really interesting, I found as, as as time went on. Building synthetic kyber crystals, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's building. And uh Avon obviously realising what the doctor is actually making them for, which is obviously bad stuff, she tries to make them deliberately less perfect kyber crystals, but she doesn't make them as less perfect as she thinks she's making them. Um, because, as it happens, that the uh, the cover crystals you've been helping him make is used in a machine that creates earthquakes on this planet, which is already incredibly unstable with plate tectonics and stuff. So, it doesn't take more than the sleeves really to net off an earthquake on this planet. But that's what the, I think the Nihil were using that as a sort of their um, bargaining thing, wasn't it? That if you don't do as we say, we're going to just let yeah. this weapon off and your ship and your plants are going to go to hell sort of thing, basically.
1: I, I did but, like that they mentioned that, like, you can't replicate a kyber crystal, but then she kind of did. Like, yes, kind of alluding to, like, the yeah. way the Sith, um, the red crystals
0: used to be um, you Able know, is, synthetic. Able is, is, is exceptionally clever. I, I found a. a amazingly entertaining um in in this book really It's sort of the star of the show i i found but they had so, they did sort of form a little bit of a bond but then sort of not much of a bond because they're both um cleverer than anybody else there yeah she was trying uh, to do the
1: whole like oh here's a juice box and here's some candy and here i'll give you whatever you want if you help me destroy
0: people <laughs> you know? so she was yes. kind of trying to bond with her so, but but so, I mean, so it's basically it's all about avon in the camp Helping the Doctor make these carbon crystal crystals, which have been used for weapons of mass destruction, we've heard it all before somewhere. And uh, but at the same time, Finesta and uh, Imri are trying to track her down. They come to Downer, and then through a series of other sort of short story um, yeah. plot holes and stuff, they find that they're not actually far away. So then they go off and basically rescue Avon. But at that sort of time, the, the Doctor then goes ape. So suddenly. So, 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 bit like General Grievous it suddenly she goes, doesn't she? So it's like parts of her arms coming over, off shooting and scurrying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of. so like, the like the rockets heck? on her wrist or something <laughs> like that. She was, <laughs> just, uh, just went absolute bat ape.
1: Kind of like um, uh, Boba Fett where they had the cybernetic implants and yeah. weapons and all that stuff. Um,
0: yeah. and, and sort of obviously sets off this earthquake uh, machine. So then it all becomes about trying to get off the planet. And then we get Im- Imri going to, was sent away to Starlight Beacon to get reinforcements to help with the uh, the relief effort. And eventually they hype up this way of bringing Starlight. That's it. They'd have built Star- Starlight, but the actual parts to actually put the hyperdrive in place. Hadn't been it delivered and stuff, yeah. so I think it's probably going to be going to find out it's deliberate. Probably a senator Star Wars kind of a uh, thing of delaying that because obviously that would have helped. Them no, I didn't it. think of that. Yeah, that I have didn't think of that. It I was, was going to. I
3: just assumed it was. I just assumed it was slow construction, but yeah, it could have been held up by Staros, senator Staros.
1: Yeah, everyone's parent is evil. In,
3: in, <laughs> in <the same> <laughs> it seems to be not by, isn't
1: it? so <laughs> yeah, the Staros it. and you have uh, what's her yeah. name? The other one from
0: the other book. <laughs> <laughs> so is, it, is Imri, Im, Imri's, uh plan sort of, I suppose, to hyperspace tow Starlight Beacon to the planet of Downer to help with the uh, the relief effort and stuff? And that's, I'm trying to think what happens right at the end there. They sort of, uh, well, like then they have
1: the, the Halcyon is there too, because it's a huge ship and it has the hyperdrive capability to help tow it. So then they throw right. to Downer and they try to get everybody off the planet before it explodes. So with all the lava and everything, so.
3: It gets covered. Yeah, it gets covered in lava because it's such yeah. a young planet. The crust yes. is so thin. It, it'll take two weeks for lava to pretty much destroy yeah. the planet. And
1: then they pretty much figure out that, like, oh, we don't need to have all these ships go rescue people from planets. We can just take the space station to those planets and just, mm-hmm. you know, jump down atmosphere and grab people and, you know, ferry them back up. So,
0: so yeah.
3: yeah so- That's an interesting tie-in for Ball and Star yeah, yeah, for yeah. being towed.
0: See, at the end of the day the, the Nile actually in, in, in the whole great scheme, grand scheme of this actually get away again yeah they kind of just uh, leave which i don't if... i'm assuming the doctor goes with him i i'm yeah. pretty sure we will see that doctor again um yeah i don't know i don't know her fate because she she
3: stayed behind to activate the seismic uh the seismic weapon which caused mm. the earthquakes and it blew up well then she got up and then she fought i think she fought pernestra and yes. then she just ran yeah. off into the woods. Yeah, she ran off. But the Nile were long gone because remember the Nile attacked the city and then flew yeah, off because right. they're yeah. just like, let's just bomb the city and leave real quick because we know the Jedi are coming. And M campus stayed behind, so I don't really know her fate.
0: And we don't. Well, I assume this group of Nihil are actually working for Lorna D. But I mean, this this actual group was under control of um, forgot her name already. I was about to say it and I forgot. Kira 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 Su, which I fought for. Didn't didn't she on Kuminona? Isn't she a Kimononian? Um that was uh another um name sounded familiar. Yeah. But we don't no, really she's know. She's a Yeah. We don't actually know for sure, but probably um something to do with Lorna D, but I don't know. Kara Kara's a Tempest runner, so she has her own party. Oh right, so just doing her own thing basically. Yeah, probably sent
3: there by row or whatever. Yeah. Because they were working on the crystals. And, you know, I find that that was an interesting link, you know, where they're creating the crystals. So early technology for what would soon to be, um, yes, Galen Urso's weapon. Yes. He's the I, one I that do really. I like
1: to like Rogue One, where the, the whole thing with, uh, Galen Urso was trying to make, a you know, energy out of the cryber crystals. And that's kind of what Avon's doing, you know, like early, early, um, versions of that yeah
3: because she just thinks it's impossible she's like it can't be done so she made a bunch of fake crystals that would blow up the earthquake machine Mm -hmm. but it didn't blow Mm -hmm. it up fast enough so i think some this book had some good teasers for phase Mm -hmm. two because it seems like phase two is going to focus pretty heavily on dalna because it says uh the what is it dalna 150 years ago was when the temple the jedi temple was put on there and there was a devastating battle between Dalnins and That's Jedi known yes, as the yeah. Knights of Sorrows. So it seems like the Jedi are probably going to make a pretty big mistake on Dalna because the people really don't like the Jedi at all. Like there's some confusion. You don't think that, the that planet can,
1: can later on be renamed to Mustafar? <laughs> <laughs> if it's covered
3: in wow. a
0: It's it's Interesting. Yes. I, wonder. Well, you
3: know, I don't know. I don't know how Mustafar appeared in the... Did it appear in the old republic? I don't know. I don't remember. It would be weird to rename a planet. Though.
1: It would be kind of weird, but it, I mean, it does happen in real world. But yeah,
3: mm. yeah. I think this was one would of my. Would it
2: help to hide the planet to renaming it in, in an attempt to hide it?
0: Mm.
3: Oh, that's true. If it has something on it,
0: that would be a very interesting tie-in, and well, might well, well, spit, might well fit into the bigger picture more than we know at the moment. I think. Is, I think it's, a, moment,
4: a it's quite spread, but it's, cool.
3: it's a cool theory it's a bit of a stretch to do yeah. all of it because if delna already ha- really has anything i mean i think they were just kind of getting energy it was a small i think they said they only had a million people on the entire planet
1: yeah and they just made those berries that everybody loves to eat
3: oh yeah it was berries that they were making yeah, that's what it was berries. so i think Dalna has a big role and after rereading the comics yoda even mentions being on Dalna too so it's Dalna's gonna play a big role in phase two i think
4: where
1: is yoda during all this stuff because i don't know if i, I miss because i didn't finish <laughs> reading the adventures comics
0: like he went he, off ages ago he went off on a ship right a mission didn't he and then it didn't seem since
3: yeah he went on a mission i just read out the adventures comic this morning he went on a mission with Cricks, you know Cricks and zine yeah. from adventures yeah yeah, so yeah. Rise of the Star. he went off with their uh not president but their leader his tribe Yoda and him went off to find yeah. the very first piece of the leveler and they were shot mm. out of the sky. So I think they're crashed on a planet and try I think it's torment Tormen. system or something like that. Yeah, but they were shot down and that was it. I mean I haven't heard anything from them for the rest of the time. I Both understand. of
0: them were shot they down. Kind of, they kind of want Yoda out of the way in some ways, don't they? Because everybody would see him being there with kind yeah. of conflict with sort of. And what I've- they're expecting to be the but most powerful thought- jedi in the, in, there is, and that you wouldn't really want him there. And plus, it gives the other ones time to shine as well.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I agree. It's good to put like the, the big, you know, the big player out on the off the board for a little while. And Marciannro, Marciannro knows who Yoda is because in like the first couple issues of the Adventures comics, he's like, "Oh shoot, that's Yoda. We got to get out of here." So he definitely oh, knows yeah, he who he do. is.
0: And, and plus, we always know that he was survive. So it's kind of um, handy to yeah. have it. Yeah, I'm, there would be no danger. There'd be no no jeopardy, would there? And stuff, I suppose. Yeah, but yeah this book uh, ranked really high. I mean, it
3: was a, a real short book, but I had like a lot of information. It teased it Phase did. 2 yeah. a lot. You know, it had good adventures. It had risks for the Jedi. I didn't know what was going to happen when they were towing everything around. So even kind of knowing it leads up to Fallen Star. I, I just really enjoyed this book, and this made me really like Vern. This book, like, really pushed it. I'm like, well, and okay, they she obviously cares about people.
1: In Fallen Star, they do reference Donna and what happened there, but you don't really know because they, you know, because they just kind of yeah, like, it was weird. It's one line. I'm, yeah.
3: I'm really happy I went back and read through everything because yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, they mention so much when you read back through, knowing the end, you read everything and it mentions just so much about Donna yeah, and all these yeah. little people. You know, one single line. Kind of like, oh, you know, yeah, I fought in the Clone Wars, turned into an entire movie. Now you have one planet being like, you know, oh, yeah, this. Oh, we, yeah, we had some adventures on Dalma. And now you realize 150 years ago, Jedi may have slaughtered, a, you know, a planet full of people by accident. So it's like That's very, very
0: difficult. What was Avon's fault? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, she got off quite, she got off quite gently, really, didn't you? considering her role in that. But, I mean, you, you can't help but feel sorry for her. I mean, she was trying her best. Not to help them, but also help and much,
3: them. And much, yeah. and much like Galen, she sabotaged it. If it wasn't for yeah, Avon, yeah. Mm-hmm. that earthquake machine would have worked. Because this the scientist, M. Campa, was already making crystals. Not really kyber crystals, but just focusing yeah. crystals. So she was making it work. And it was Avon that's like, I'm going to put some structurally unsound crystals but, in this thing.
1: I guess it's better to have one planet get destroyed than a bunch of them. Because then they would have just took that weapon to every planet that they, you know wanted to invade yeah because they did get destroyed right yeah
3: I'm sure. oh the, yeah the planet's lost no it's, the uh um, they the said it, yeah they said it blew up it, it just set a shock wave it did what it needed to before it blew up so they can't reuse it now so
0: okay right so after that is the big one the big one the, yeah. the attack of the clones. uh well not attack the clones. <laughs> um the venge of the sith kind of um, yeah, it would be, yeah book of this uh of this one which was the falling star the big one The was that sort of the what's that one the, the bigger they are the harder they fall um oh
3: boy yeah
1: yeah, yeah i like mark i like yeah. mark Yonro in this book he's just such a bad guy like
0: do you, do you yeah. ever feel like Mr. Loverman playing in the background? Mr. Loverman. <laughs> some <laughs> He's there, like, yeah, I'll get all the benefits. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> I'll get all the benefits somehow. I her, forgot that's. Really, I'm not that interested at all. Did they play music in the background of the audiobook? Did, you... Did they play what? Did they play they any play... music in the background on his ship? No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know cause we, we do, actually, we do get. There is a bit of love action, isn't there? But we don't. We hear about it. I don't think we. Yeah. Thankfully, we don't go into it. Uh, but we, exactly, <laughs> we do exactly what to expect from this book, thanks to the front cover, really, and the image on the front, which really gives it gives out the whole idea that we know that the Starlight Beacon is going to crash and burn, oh, yeah. quite literally. So it's kind of the the how is the uh, is how did the heck that they get away with it? Really, basically, it all comes down to <laughs> well, I mean, Night they, Hill, Sabotage, um, Yeah, they
1: basically what is it like two guys yeah. that they end up sending down there?
0: Three, two
1: or three, three, and yeah, yeah. then they have
0: like that a cargo cool. ship. Yeah, and they basically sabotage the Starlight Beacon. Over and like a course no of really a week, ha- right? No idea any of this is happening because of the nameless creatures which are on on the station, which cloud or dull. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't totally clear, was it, in that in the book? They sort of dulls. Yeah,
3: and- I feel like adults because they're always like, yeah. it feels like something's off, but I don't know what.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, Senator. This is when it feel that Senator Star is, is the mole, and she basically gave the Nihil the, the blueprints to the, to the Starlight Beacon, yeah. and them and exactly left. What they need to do <laughs> and how to do it without anybody noticing that it's happening. And obviously, they wouldn't have they without the, without the, uh, the nameless, the uh, the uh, the Force creatures thing. They probably wouldn't have achieved it. They needed yeah. all those elements together. That the Jedi wouldn't know that what's going on. And plus, Mark and Row had always Nihil go all over the place attacking various well, see, planets and that's what i was wondering if that plane. was
4: his
1: if that was his plan all along because in you know when, the one we were talking about like was that his plan to like just blow up the planet and then just like leave and not just occupy because i don't know if he got the idea from what happened on dalna because then blow um, up planet. you know on, on this book he kept sending you know, storms to go attack planets and then create, you know, a catastrophe so that the Jedi can go out there and try to rescue people. So I'm like, yeah, I wonder he if that. just try to
3: create havoc and spread everybody yeah. thin. But so oh, was yeah, Dalna absolutely. like
1: an inspiration for him or did he plan Dalna too?
0: I'm not sure how, Dal- how Dalna ties into it. That's why I think, that's why I'm kind of I think it. they're just that kidnapping the kids bathroom. there.
1: And that's, that's just. Because, yeah, because after they tow it to Dalna, then they tow it to um whatever planet that, that Imram or whatever, Eero. him yeah. Yeah, because they had some kind of like water shortage thing there, and they're trying to make a pump or some kind of a, trying to clean the water, or do something there.
3: There was there was a giant hurricane yeah, that damaged hurricane. it, and they had like no clean water. All their levees yeah. or whatever was broken, so they're going there to help people and help everything rebuild. And I think he just wants to smash it. That's pretty much it. And so you got, you got all know, these people bring down the symbol of the Jedi.
1: They they start taking all these people from all these planets that they're helping, and then. Basically, they put all the citizens on Starlight Beacon, and then he gets attacked,
0: <laughs> which is genius for him. because well, yep. so, that's so how the like, Nile sneak. That's how the Nile sneak in. So the foot one of the first things to do, yeah. The Nile sort of come in right through the front door, basically. With nameless name Like nameless, no one's paying attention. Yeah, with the nameless creatures on board, or actually rancors in one, and the nameless in, in the in the other, as it happens. And of course, no, oh, Rath- oh, they weren't
1: rancors. They were. um
4: Oh, the other fans were raptors. Raptors,
0: yeah. Rath- that's, Rath- yeah reptiles and stuff yeah so literally because of the force creatures that are on that uh cargo on one of the ships the nihil came on the jedi just didn't even know that there was anything dodgy coming in through the cargo bay sort of thing and these and these nihil sabotage they basically first thing i think they take out the comms don't they They actually screw with the comms so yeah. that starlight beacon can't call for any help communications within the hub can't be won't be any use either and plus they do it in a way that it looks like everything's absolutely fine from the central hub so they'd have no idea that anything's being being distorted at all and then the other plan of course is the bombs mm-hmm. to absolutely nuke it in the right place so that um I don't know, where did they put the bombs to this in the middle did they put the bombs in the middle so they're very, yeah they're in the middle yeah so um, obviously a weak, and they put it at the bottom yes so that the starlight beacon sort of rips out, reactor it, so they, I think the top half goes down first, and then the second half comes goes down afterwards. And at all this point, the Jedi have absolutely no idea what's going on. Quite through the Jedi, fall victim to the, uh, the Force creatures. Don't really bother to investigate that to any great degree, which was which at the time, which I was like thinking. Oh,
4: well, just the one,
0: out. the one Jedi kept saying like, "Oh,
1: it's nothing. You guys are just paranoid yeah. because there's a bunch of people here." And then he dies. <laughs>
0: so, that was yeah, that was uh, um, what was he called? Reginald. Yeah, Reginald. Whatever it was, Reginald, which I, who I really, as soon, oh, yeah, Reginald. Yeah, cool. As soon as he was introduced at the start, I thought. They're giving him a lot of time here. I bet he dies. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was bummed. Uh, he was funny. I really liked him. He was yeah. really quite funny. He was like a witty. He was like the Jedi version of Leox, wasn't he? Well, yeah. then he was
1: interrogating um, from the other book, Nan, And uh, what's his name? Chauncey, Chauncey, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, we didn't do anything. <laughs> we don't. We're not Nile.
0: Yes, yeah. that's that's. that's uh, I mean, it's absolute chaos on, on Stonok Beacon. But the only thing. Um, when the July is it, is it Bell, isn't it? Is, yeah. Has the plan to separate the medical tower, which um, yeah, that was kind of cool. I like which, which was kind of cool. So anybody who was injured or half injured and stuff was um, pulled off. Now, I got a little bit confused because then when we read the comics later, Turek and the other ones were in the medical thing that wasn't in the medical tower. Um, that was before, so,
3: though, right? No, I don't know. Terek and Sarah yeah, Terek and were in the medical tower. Yeah, um, they were. Or I could. Oh, I don't remember. I just read that. I think they're no, they're like in the coma tower or something like that. Mm. they were sure somewhere else. They probably did it
1: Yeah. I don't yeah, how think bad they. Do I don't Bell. think Bill
3: just knew they were there.
1: Bell's masters keep getting killed. Like <laughs> poor guy. I mean, luckily well, they, they found Indira, you know, Well, I mean, in that in the I
3: mid-time.
0: mean, uh, uh, it was, I think Yeah, about,
3: I was worried about that too. I knew she wouldn't die though, because I was like, "There's no way they're going to keep killing his master. Like, she'll definitely survive." She
0: did. I think, actually, in the Fallen Star, I think only technically, we only know about four or five Jedi who, who die, but obviously there's a lot more, because there's a lot more yeah, in the, the comic. Actually They managed to get rid of a lot more in the comic, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they did. I was that, surprised that. when I read that.
0: Although, technically, I would I would like to put some bingo bets on how many of them actually did survive and die in that... Um, Buriaga? Comic thing. Buriaga, he's, he's definitely... He's, a, a lot. he's alive. Yeah, yeah, he's a
3: maybe. They left him as a maybe, unknown. I mean, you got to think yeah. he got sucked out... In the atmosphere above a planet,
0: like and he was in the suit. I'd be interesting. So, yeah, but Leox survived. He had an old parachute in his pocket. Yeah,
1: the Leox thing. Uh, I was confused because they were in atmosphere. They were within when the atmosphere.
0: Fell? Yeah, okay. they were in atmosphere.
3: Wouldn't he have come right? on fire? <laughs> Not if you're in atmosphere. Look at the guy who jumped out of that Red Bull ship. He That's, was perfectly fine. Leox is hot. I do, have a, of, been, I do hot. have a list of. Be I hot. do have a list of the people that died
0: in the book. Okay. in the four star. Okay, yeah. Oh, in no, memoriam. So the only but, yeah, one that so, really made me sad was the name i've totally forgotten now um the lady the um the, the, the path seeker um jedi oh aura
1: or journey yeah, yeah or
0: she actually had a really good idea what was going on i was i was surprised um that she succumbed so
1: yeah so too to... well i did like her from uh into the dark too mm. she was okay <laughs> she was just different
0: i like her yeah she was different that's i think that's what made it her slightly more interesting than the rest um yeah, so, so, so yeah. we better have a role of honor we better have a role of honor then for those jedi who fell victim in this book
3: well and it's reginald cole like you said mm. nib sick was killed by the yeah, nameless yeah. you know and it's all these jedi are constantly falling because it's like i can't find Reginald. Nib will go find him. I can't find Nib.
4: <laughs> yeah. Nib find him
3: and they just keep dying. You know? Let's separate. And it's, no, that's, okay. <laughs> that's the power of the nameless type stuff. So, yeah, I uh, just really asked really good
0: bizarre stuff, isn't there, in this?
3: Yeah, and and obviously the very final death, and maybe one of the biggest. Uh, personally, it's not my biggest death. It's because uh, Stellan Geos decided to stay, or however you say it, decided to stay there on the ship. the ship. There was yeah. There was, yeah, there was no stopping the fallen the falling of Starlight Beacon. So he stayed on to steer it because it was going to hit the city. So he stayed on mm.
0: to steer it away from the city. Do you think, this is like skipping the plot and going straight to a plot strand here, because Elsa confessed to Stennin that he had a rage and just murdered those Nihil, who weren't Nihil, who were just about to save Starlight. No, he didn't. Uh, but he did kill right. he, did, he killed them. He, was
1: gonna, he told Avon. He was going to tell... Or did he end up not telling Avon?
0: No, he confessed to Stenon. He Did he confess to Stenon? Yeah, he said I killed her. I was, was oh, really, oh just yeah. does something really terrible, and and, and was like, that. "I'm just wondering now, is he actually going to tell anybody else now after this? Is this right. is this is this his, is this his root damn dark path?" That uh, yeah, I was
4: so
1: mad at that part. I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs>
0: like, yeah, so that honestly,
3: that was uh, to like break it down more. That death was the biggest death to me because. Uh, Elzar man has been one of my favorites since the beginning because he's struggling with the dark side. When you're Mm -hmm. confronted with so much evil that is the Nile, you know, sometimes you're pushed over the edge. It's like kind of like Batman. I would never use a gun to kill anybody. But then when dark side is blowing up the planet, he pulls out a gun and he shoots dark side. And that's what happens to Elzar. And it's so horrible in a good way to see him struggle with that. He used the dark side to save all these people in rising storm Mm. And he goes through all this training with Orla. He's at peace, type of thing. And when it comes down to it, he gets down to the bottom, where it just so happens to be that Chansey and Nan are going to save Starlight Beacon because like they're themselves. not parts of the just Nile. Like yeah. The whole time, yeah. yeah, they fought. They fought the Nile on the Starlight Beacon the whole time. They tried to reestablish the um ejector what are they the lifeboats they tried yeah. to save all that stuff because no one could get off starlight beacon yeah, but, um, so they were trying to save everybody chancy finally gets down there she's smart enough to fix it Elzar man jumps down there in a fit of rage and chops her in half with no words asked well had, and say my mouth been selfish like they could have easily took
1: the suits to uh Elzar and told him hey we have suits let's go do this but no they wanted to just like do it and yeah. then leave that's like yeah they
4: they were selfish but man
3: (laughs) talk talk about an arc for Elzar man i mean my heart sunk i mean this poor
0: guy
1: and they had just killed like the guys that actually sabotaged the (laughs) the
0: ship that's right yeah they they just got rid of the bad guys the the, the real bad
3: guys fanatic saboteurs from Martian row who are like listen we're gonna go down with this ship we don't care and chancy and nan were like heck no and then they kill them and they tried to save the ship and Elzar Man, yeah. And Elzar Man, oh man, to tra- to cut them down. So now Elzar Man has the weight of killing his friend. He has the weight of not saving Starlight Beacon because he reacted on impulse. He, you know, collapsed to anger again. And honestly, I don't know how he's going to recover. Like, he because he already happened once. Are they gonna? There's no way they're going to do another arc where it's like, well, he's going to go make himself feel better and be a Jedi. Like, he's. I don't know what's going to happen with him, yeah, and I honestly awesome. hope that to be repeating. He used the dark side. He felt ashamed. He tried to fix himself, and now and he did you, it all again. Way anyway, they're going to tell see the same you the same story.
1: thing in the in the comics too, with Avar and with um, Skier. Like like which Jedi is not going to fall the dark side? <laughs> in the, in the series? Well,
0: that was that was one of our conversations at the very start of this. Was like who is the Jedi that's going to turn dark and become the ending kind of Jedi? There's, there's yeah. going to be one. And we all kind of felt to start with that it was sort of like, well, it's got to be Elsa was sort of an obvious one, one of the obvious it was well, Skier actually was yeah. the first obvious one. And then it's not sort of like Elsa, because of his love of um, Avar and that kind of stuff, but that anything happened to her, he would actually go eight. And back. they really laid into that in this book, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that those three had some sort of relationship. Well, yes, we better not, <laughs> we better not speculate like, too much on that one in this year. Uh, but, yes, I don't know if they had a, a whole f- uh, three-on-one thing going or not, but... um didn't seem that <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> they were, like they were a, all very close, let's say that. Three's
1: Company kind of thing going on with them. But, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. How good was Geode in this book? <laughs> oh, oh it was, yeah. I can't
0: believe oh, we were going to That was he was a star again. Hero
1: of the Republic, like when he like yeah I, how, I, I love how they write him it, it's you know it, it's, yeah
0: claudia gray
3: just does yeah. perfect in the way that they write him and he saves everybody and he i, was, I thought he was i honestly thought and, he was gonna yeah. die yeah i thought he was gonna die but i was like oh i'm so happy because yeah,
0: because they, they said about how how are you special and quite resistant to radiation And they talked about this radiation down the bottom i thought oh my god it's geo is going to go track down to the bottom and save the bottom half of Starlight, and he probably won't survive, and all that kind of stuff. As it happens, none of that happened, but he did save, he did save the day again. That's really funny. He got straight right in the way of that blaster fire, which then went around like the um, the trash compactor thing
4: in uh, yeah, in yeah. a new hope
0: <laughs> and shot the other chap. It was uh, it was brilliant. And the way she uses them, like Geo, Geo just stood there, said nothing, <laughs> yeah, or Geo would have frowned if he could have. And this kind of stuff. the way she. she Every way it's that she 3PO take so that crown
1: about. off your face or whatever <laughs> or that worried look off your face kind of thing yeah it, it was just funny i, I don't know it, it was i i like her. i'm not a big Claudia gray fan but this was i think this was the best one i think I read of her i'm not i oh, don't
3: really lost this lost stars is amazing i haven't
1: read that one yet uh, so maybe that's why oh yeah.
3: it's so yeah lost stars was really good master and apprentice was pretty good was pretty good uh into the dark was you know it's okay as far as the story but the characters were written perfect and then fallen star fallen star definitely feels like it was kind of plunked in the middle it feels like a middle movie actually because you just yeah. get right into it and there's all these questions about how many of these monsters are there what are these monsters yeah. so you know if you're not reading some of the comics or some of the other books you have no idea what these well, they creatures don't
1: even are. show what happened at the first well they're at top half of the space station like, yeah, they definitely the say yeah,
3: yeah they save that for the comics, so yeah. which is fine. You know, some stories happen in other areas. You know, that's what happens in all of Star Wars. Like yeah. what's I Boba Fett's figured, background. That, well, it's in the comics.
0: That, yeah, I yeah. figured that's where what where they were going with that one. I mean, it's quite uh, there's some quite some funny bits in it as well. Obviously, anything with geode is quite funny, and Leox yeah. was, was was pretty good. Cool yeah, Leox well. was great.
1: Yeah, that, thing um, that, made that it
0: bit. Smashed. That bit, when they go into the into the cargo bay and they're opening up the back of that thing is it. Is this one got rankles in it or not got rankles? But everyone didn't, so this one probably doesn't. Open up, um, raptors in it, raptors, raptors everywhere. <laughs> sort of thing.
4: Yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like
0: made it. I wish. thought he yeah. was
3: gonna. I thought he was gonna sacrifice himself too. So like, I almost choked up with that because you know he pulls himself outside the ship and he saves yeah. everyone and he gets the doors open so everyone can blast off
0: and then he just he gets dead. sucked
3: out into the atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, and then know. he just comes parachuting down like kite man. Like, like
4: hey like guys, a flying squirrel. <laughs>
3: yeah T or so I, i'm happy that team is
4: still yeah, all do, together like
3: but team. yeah the biggest thing is you know avar is back in it l's army I, mean, I just don't know what they're going to do with him it, his story was just so amazing it was so good Wait, and so then it ends with marky unro just progressing to the galaxy i am the eye the no, nile yeah. is in control and i was like oh, well, was- that, that's a good way to end it
1: he went there to watch it in person, and he didn't have any of the other niles show up. He's like, "No, I get to witness this. This is my victory." He's like, "No one else gets to see it. They can watch it on TV." He's like, "I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm like, I'm the yeah. one who gets to see." It. And then, uh, yeah, what, it really what's her name's mom is as just as he... in the background, like, kind of like, "Oh no, like, what did I do?" You know. And I <laughs> like the part where yeah, they were like, "You could," he could hear, and he was kind of annoyed that she kind of like kind of whimpered or did something. But then he kind of yeah, like, when he was, was enjoying giving it, giving
3: his speech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and I just find it funny that the reason she went against the Republic and abandoned her role as Senator Starros is because she was in love with him. Yeah, <laughs> like that. So the crazy. It, the reason she turned. It's not something weird. Not like oh, the Republic killed my family. It's like Martian Rowe is a stud, and I'm gonna turn my back <laughs> on the entire. It is strange when like, you think
0: about it. I understand love can change a lot of things. Does bits, he wear a cape? I mean, he does it's he has like a rug it, it, i've seen oh. him in a cape the sort of thing in some things it's the capes, I'm telling you. yeah i mean <laughs> i i understand i can stand enough can close a lot of things but it's like it's like um you know bring real world um things into it but it's like falling in love with a dictator of a certain country and that kind of stuff isn't it but still knowing how all the bad things they're going to do but doesn't care as long as you get some love and action but then even she seems to be a little bit surprised at how far he goes in it
1: well and then knowing that they kidnapped her daughter in the other book you know <laughs> and she's still like cool with everything just because you know yeah in test
3: of her. courage you know it was the nile that blew her ship up like that That's that was the kind of question i had i'm like you know the nile definitely attacked her well, ship that killed her all her in Jedi. To disaster.
1: <laughs> they keep messing with her daughter and i guess now she sent her away so
0: yeah what a terrible she, mother yeah she's horrible <laughs> because the other thing is that um mark and roe has uh, replaced his main um crew with um, oh yeah, with a yeah. Band, um the battle droids sort of thing they? the
1: crazy battle droids so this is yeah. kind of
0: like the
1: precursor to the trade federation kind of you know
0: i thought i thought that was setting up for like he's going to know that he was just gonna you know I think that's it's a. That it's just going to be him in, in, in his yeah. gaze electric, and off he goes doing his next phase of what he's going to do. But then when, he has when, that uh, big celebration of all the night hill at the end, which kind of uh, skewed that um, idea in my head. But he's kind of uh, just he's using them, just uses them.
3: Yeah. yeah, he just uses them to send them around for destruction, as long as I he's mean, the boss.
1: All the Tempest Runners are dead. I mean, they killed, um, what's-his-name's dead, right, too? The one in the suit? And then... Um, yeah. The one that died in Tempest Runner? What was his name? The, the big dude? Panada. Son? Yeah, I mean, it's. Panada. Pan-Ada. Rocky Pan-Ada's.
3: <laughs> yeah. Panada's. So, Kara Zoo, so she's still alive, the Corrin. Lorna D is still alive. Yeah. And in the comic, Zeter dies. So, yeah. yeah the, he's definitely using them as cannon fodder while he accomplishes his goals.
1: Yeah. And so, once they're all gone, he'll still have his droid army to do whatever he can. Yeah. And he doesn't and have I to worry about if- the Jedi, so he can just take them out very easily apparently with the level so alert, we've
0: so. only got so where we are at the moment in the high republic um series we've only got really midnight horizon and that's it to yeah. autumn. is that guess, the case? right there's, there's nothing, nothing comic books, else books or... any of any sort of the comic series are coming to an end that's it is that niche to midnight horizon and then that's midnight until August? and there's a huge drought oh,
3: wow. a huge yeah it's over huge after that drought in the high republic. yeah we might as well you know just we'll just have to take a two-month break on the podcast and there's nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. to <describe. laughs> so. Hey, we, yeah, we it's
1: didn't it's check in midnight. with the, with Ron to see what what he thinks of all this. Or if he's still there. <laughs> I'm still
2: listening. There's a huge drought. Ha ha ha. <laughs> 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 no, no, I know, I know what you guys are going for there.
0: Huge so, drought, indeed. So there a a dearth of no Star Wars. What are we going to do? We haven't really, um, well, we're, we're rolling this out to a bit higher public discussion next month. We haven't really talked about the nameless, the actual, the Force creatures and that kind of stuff, which is a whole nother, and of course, what happened, all the extra bits which happen in the comics, which fill it in, and uh, yeah. the, last, the, last comic, ish, yeah, the last comic in the Marvel series, which sort of like um, crossed more Jedi off the list, or did it? Um <laughs> I think, or did it. I I am enjoying this era
1: though. I mean it's different than the movies, I mean, which is good because we needed like a different story that didn't just follow the same formula, you know. I mean you have Jedi's and Padawans, but it's it's a little different. And these Jedi are kind of, they're really flawed, but they're also very awesome. So it's 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 cool. Like
3: Well I think these Jedi are like like I say, I still think they're the peak of the Jedi, but they've never confronted anything like this. Yeah. And you know, a- Avar shows that You know, she can not really be turned, but they can be succumbed to anger. Everyone Mm. thinks that they're all, you know, peaceful until you're succumbed with something more than you can ever experience before. And you're like, how can such evil exist? And you have the power to stop it. You just have to cross the line a little bit. And Mm. Elzar's paying the price. I think Avar should stay steady. I mean, she's, you know, the light of the Jedi pretty much.
4: Oh, that's that's... the
3: other thing that I kind of realized. That's the other thing I realized. I seen someone point out is each one of these books is named sort of or can be connected to one of the big three characters. So Light of the Jedi is about Avar Chris. She is the beacon of the Jedi. She's the lead, you know, not she's mm-hmm. not a master or anything, but people go to her. She was the face of the yeah. Jedi that helped save everyone. Light of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Supposed- Rising Storm was about Elzar using the dark side. And then Fallen Star is about the you know the star of the trio is about stellan so in him going down with everything so it's it's not fallen star isn't about starlight beacon fallen star is you know stellan was the most popular because he saved the chancellor he was the face of the jedi according to the tv and news articles and he was you know he ended up taking over starlight beacon and he was a master jedi he was on the council and he fell so i found that someone pointed that out online and it was an astounding connection that each one of those three books is related to those three characters. And I was like, Oh my God, it's brilliant. It's wait, perfectly
1: which not, it's not but reading the comics. And then when that part happened in fallen star where he's like, no, I'm in charge now. Cause you abandoned your post. Like, I'm like, wait, when did this happen? Like I was so confused. And then reading the comics, I'm like, ah, that's what happened. that And it was the same exact yeah. scene in the comics that was in the book. So.
3: Yeah. And, uh, and I agree again, Avar's Avar's another really powerful one. They had to take off the board and they gave her her own adventure and that's what she was doing she went after yeah. the trend and then she went after the nile
0: i mean what what's obviously what's compounded the issue for the jedi is, is that at this time is because they initially are so in the dark about it all and i, and I was thinking yeah. that i mean do they not use the uh, the, the jedi library at any <laughs> for anything anymore at this in this era um because you know <laughs> you remember everyone in, in the prequels going ah oh, got a bit better well then what's going on here we find out what's going on in the um I read up, up in the library i, I, I think, think so. they're just like
1: so lax over like a periods of like no conflict that they're just like oh it'll work itself out you know they're kind of yeah you know yeah.
3: and, and like, remember so the in mission to disaster, soldiers.
1: Disaster. They, they kind of keep reiterating that you know
3: yeah and remember in mission to disaster the night of sorrows on Dalna is locked away
1: yeah you know, the jedi access
3: it have, yeah they literally said that that's locked away from anybody from accessing so i'm like ooh, they definitely screwed up hmm.
0: Okay. So continued, I guess. Yes. Well, we certainly ha- we've only really, really fleetingly um, covered all that, and we really need to um, obviously when we get to Midnight Horizon, which we might might all got round f- got through by, yeah. by next time, uh, and the stuff that happens in the comments, and really we what we need to get to is understanding the state of where where it is at the moment, where we are, and and what's to come next, um, which is you know Back to the Future in some respect, isn't it? Next next phase and that kind of stuff. So there's still a lot to discuss on this uh, High Republic stuff. And unfortunately, yeah, where, where is it going of, to go? Where is it going to go next? And that kind of stuff, what, you know. There what definitely
1: is-, is, like, a tie-in between, like, the input of the Chancellor's Office and how the Jedi, you know, assist and they're kind of becoming, like, the police force for the Republic. So, which, you know, that's the whole prequel dilemma. I, I like how they're tying it in. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Come on, break up. Come on, break up. <laughs> 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 we've, 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 uh, we've reached the uh, step. I'm um, hoping we all, we, all see, we, we said we weren't going to mention this, but we're all secretly hoping for some animated series yes. on, on the High Republic. Yeah, so that you know, makes it easier for the likes of uh, Ron I shorts would to, be engage cool. with this, to engage I with this. I wouldn't mind any like, shorts yeah, or something right. like that would be
2: cool. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, I would chime in that Disney Plus needs content. Yes. Um, My take is the type of fan that I am that it's so ancillary, so way out there that if it's – I was thinking at first blush they could do a um, – for lack of a better term but so that you understand what I'm saying, a low-rent version of animation in order to tell these stories. But then that might not do these stories justice that – if me, this type of fan sees that it's low rent animation about figure or characters, I have no idea what's going on or what accounts. Or might not be as inclined to watch it. Versus if it's good animation, that cinematograph, cinematic animation that the Clone Wars ended up being, then it's watchable in terms of all right. Well, let's watch this and and see what this story is of all about about figure or about characters that I have no idea and store you know whether this counts or not so yeah it'd be interesting to see how how that would play out should they should they try to turn this into something uh streaming content related you know it, there's always that thing you just don't want to fart out star wars you you want good content i do you know i, I don't want to see them just just bombard the disney plus channel with all sorts of stuff because i don't know then it becomes a little overwhelming i think uh, to some extent so uh, as long as they do right by it um i think it'd be all right these books do read honestly.
3: I'd be surprised if they ever made anything based on it. So, because so they it would lock it up, they never tell stories twice.
0: Yeah, you yeah know, they're not going to do books and then do a show that, that's
3: yeah. exactly the same thing.
0: Maybe when it comes around to like the, the last phase, maybe that might be the time where they might introduce an extra element of and, screen stuff. Which plus, we get, there's,
2: there's always the aspect that is. to uh, to me star wars is the greatest story ever told on screen that it's easy to i've made this argument before it's easy to tell stories like lord of the rings harry potter where your initial foray into the storytelling is in a book because you can paint a picture you can do anything Uh, i guess i'm going to talk myself out of this because it's 2022 the technology exists that you can do just about anything on screen especially in an animation um environment where you can you can make planets uh, dissolve whatever you know you can do whatever it is that needs to be done that was painted in words can now truly be put on screen even if it's live action so that really doesn't count anymore but i i i've always appreciated how star wars was told the star wars story was told on screen so the limitations of george in the 70s you know of what he could do helped to form what the story was it wasn't truly just a blank, blank canvas. There were there, there are some limitations to help shape, mold and affect the story in certain ways that uh, I think there's something to that in terms of the lightning in a bottle aspect of Star Wars and, and capturing that needs to happen that way versus getting authors to write write a book because you can flower up anything on, on in print. As you say that, I'm looking at your Shadows of
1: the Empire um, action picture pictures.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, yeah, I, I caught myself a couple times saying these figures I don't care about. These figures I don't care about. No, it's characters. It, it's not. They ain't figures yet. Hold on.
0: Okay, yeah, folks. Sorry. Well, we are it's of time. Oh, oh Stephen, we uh, didn't do. Um, our what do we do? Oh yes, yeah, so <laughs> we've got. Uh, That's We've got to give a shout out to um, who is it we're giving a shout out to this 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 month. The Kevin Scott, he retweeted Kevin Scott that's Scott. it our, our friend of the UK friend in, in, of in, the you. podcast uh, big high actor, fan of the show, probably so thank you very much everybody for this month, we will talk more High Republic um probably other stuff whatever comes out in the pipeline between them I'm not sure what that's going to be at the moment and uh, we will be back
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye bye
0: cheers bye 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 we chop Um, I am the
1: Senate be sure to follow us online we're at Facebook at PSW Senate join our Plus TV Star Wars Facebook group where we all are in there interacting you can find us on Twitter at PSW Senate on Instagram we're at PSW Senate podcast and on TikTok we're at PSW Senate podcast we look forward to hearing from you the force will be with you
4: always and won't think about it at all
0: i don't know if you've got the new skype in your computers or whatever but the the, the call screen looks <laughs> very pretty for me yeah, that's what it's, i'm seeing pretty background pretty new background yes. so
2: i only got your user bubbles in there but there's some sort of something to the background oh, it's so a sort of
0: wallpaper sort of thing isn't there mm-hmm. i've always thought it'd be nice if we could customize that so that like we could uh we could choose went on the back not that not anybody sees this of course but uh it would be nice, wouldn't it, if you could do that? Because if we ever had cameras on, which we don't really want to do, I mean, we could we can change the wallpaper behind it to something funky, which doesn't always work very well. I know, but hmm. is it just it would, the four of us? I
2: only see four bubbles, but maybe uh yeah, just all of us.
4: You know, just Ryan think.
2: should be here. Ryan better be here because I'm
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's here. <laughs> <Well>, I <I'm> just <laughs> a minute ago?
2: <laughs> he's been here. I've seen his clone trooper. Uh, no, what is that? That's a. Uh, Um, I think it's a Fire Trooper. Fire troopers, because it's not Clone and Storm, isn't it? Helmet.
3: Yeah, I believe it's the helmet that uh, gets worn when uh, Mandalorian gets torched in the final episode of Season 1. I think it is. The big red stripe down the middle. Oh, yeah.
2: That kind of was weird. uh, Skype is telling me, yeah, that the call screen beta is now active in the previous version. Still available in the layout picker, wherever that is. I don't know. The picker way. of layouts. Wait, I can still do. I can still do this. Uh, oh, and it shows me that I'm doing it. All right, that's not good.
0: That, that, that's, that's lovely. That's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I the, uh, I that or, um. I think the. I say we are talking about the order of things. I think Ryan's talking
1: about the order of what we who's gonna. Yeah, be. yeah,
0: yeah. I, d- I just had a really quick think on the fly. Before, as you, a, after you said that. And I was thinking I was thinking Southern along the, because a lot of the comics and the book stuff interchange with each other, it may not be very easy to uh to totally have it in order. So I was thinking maybe something like the order have it organic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking the order could be Southern like Every The Shadows, then the comics pre the falling star, then Mission Disaster, then I think trial disaster the is before trial Fallen trial. Star, which is weird. <laughs> it is Trial. Well, or maybe is it Trial Trial, trial the Shadows, <laughs> then, before the star, then the Fallen Star. Then we could do the comics too Imagine much to ask for,
2: for, the, for, the, for, the, for the layman person you know for the for the informational aspect is it too much to ask to to perhaps discuss maybe the release not discuss but to uh, put it out there that things were released like this but this book actually you know and then but here's the more chronologically order of of what yeah, what it is that yeah. you're talking about
0: yeah if it was doing just books we could but it's just the comics which make it um. hard because the comics go through all the books because they're continuous yeah i'm actually maybe to discuss i'm actually working on books.
3: i'm actually working on a project that is chronological for, for yeah cool. and uh i'm glad i just reread all the comics so i think maybe covering the comics at the end is better just because a yeah. lot of the stuff it um, fills in the um, gap is discussed mm-hmm. and, it yeah. lets it sort of, and lets it's easier to talk, talk about the, the big
2: points like fallen star yeah, let lets people talk talk about the books because books might be a bit more centric to somebody, and then at the end you could talk about how and if you even want more fill in, you know, it's, it's not necessary, but it adds and paints a bigger picture. Here's this comic series that that expands upon this story or section. Yeah, because there's like comic complete comic.
1: pieces missing of the story in the books that is just discussed in the um. Yeah, so maybe
2: do that. Do the books and list the books and talk about the books or whatever. And then, if we have time, or at the end or whatever, to say that there are some great comic series out there as well that 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 fill in and 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 really talk about the stuff that you can expand upon and have some great pieces, yeah, whatever. That's in. Not be the
0: best thing to do. i was just thinking yesterday. This is yeah, so, this is sort of prelude to the to what we're talking about. Just trying to think yesterday. If you only read the, the main books, like the films, the Skywalker saga, the, Griffin, yeah, the, or the Three. Sarabatic, You would only see the Dringir for like five minutes, wouldn't you? No, they're not even in there at all. (laughs) They are on Vanu. Oh, no. Yeah, they're on Vanu, They're only in the one book. They're only
3: in Into the Dark. And then so if you only read the main books, you won't even know the Dringir exist. Except for the blurb in Rising Storm that Avar Chris is off doing something.
0: Well, no, 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 no. hang on a minute. And Ava or Chris isn't in any of the other books. <laughs> no, 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 on that Mission to Crash point they're in, but that's in junior books, isn't it? But no, That's a junior book, it's not a main but party. Yeah. But it's yeah, not part they, of the trilogy. Quote. Don't they They get an all-mention? I'm sure they get a little mention in um on, on They that. do, they just say, like, oh, there's and stuff. And, and I'm sure they get a mention, but I can't remember now, but i just thinking how much that just shows you, you know... Well, in in a grand scheme of them, they weren't really relevant to the main
1: stuff. Oh, well, that's I want to say uh, in fallen, in uh, what rising storm that when a Ram Ram pops up, he says that they've been spreading the Granger seeds over everywhere, which yeah. wasn't in the out of the sh- which wasn't in the Crashmore Tower book very much. They kind of like glanced over that, but now all that stuff was in the comics, which is weird. But I've I've caught up with the comics <laughs> now, and I'm caught up with the.
2: That's that's the that's the. What, uh, uh, it's always sunny at Philadelphia meme, Ryan.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah only, I'm doing a lot of connection.
1: That is not awesome. only does this um put everything in order,
0: it also catches the
1: zodiac killer. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that's, that's also how Ryan hacked your, your company. Uh, yeah, uh I'm gonna use that. Man, to find a, I'm riddler, gonna
2: use that so. to find a good deal <laughs> on a used car. I'm sure there's some some part of the algorithm in there to help me with that. That is that is just Awesome, thank you for sharing, Ryan. Yeah. I need that smile.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: that project is literally everything except the only thing it doesn't include is the manga because I haven't read those. Yeah, but this is. is literally every comic, every book, where it falls out, and reading it all twice to see where it fits. And it's like, oh, because I like timelines, so I'm like I want to know how the stuff falls they out. Lays time, out. Uh,
1: they have a release time, no, I thought they had a chronology one on the
3: no it only says you know the mm. high republic era the galactic era it's only mm. like
2: general eras is that like general veers what were you willing to post the timeline book there's a timeline book in the r&v camping section or something <laughs> that's number one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we could pre-
3: seeing, this is a big this is a big big book that they're going to release and it's it this, it talks about the, all the time is this in the news uh no, because it was just a general book discussion. You know, it's listed amongst a ton of books being released. So no, it's not the news. But yeah, the book seems really interesting because the author says it's multiple. They literally <clears throat> explain the book like it's the multiverse theory. This is oh. all timelines from all Star Wars stories from no. beginning to end in multiple universes. And no, I was it's like, oh like- my god.
1: It's not like oh, my yeah. Through the Years book where it just shows you this was released in this year and then after that this was released. It's actually...
3: So it, released uh, the it, it hmm. Yeah, they call it like a definitive guide, so like really uh, could have an absolute timeline on a lot of stuff. Doing my head in.
1: Brian's diagram's going to be on page three. <laughs>
0: yeah! <laughs> okay, well, we have got a <clears> lot, <throat> so, um, lot to cover, so... In theory, we've got a lot to cover, so... Well, if we don't cover it all in half an hour, but I'm sure we can we'll, we'll, we'll be going long and fast through all this. All so we, I think we best get cracking. Don't you guys think? Yep. Everybody ready? Yep.
4: I'm ready. Okay.